They're fur, that's what you make kilts out of. Yep. Not the colour, but the material. Mm. And can you weigh them? Can, yeah. Good. How do you, mm. how do you catch them? Well, Kill them. so you have wild haggis, which you can hunt from the start of April to the end of August. And the only way to catch them, their inside legs are shorter than outside legs, so they run around the hill anti-clockwise. And the way to catch them, you can't shoot them around, so you have to go around the hill clockwise yep. and scare them they turn around obviously their legs are shorter they roll down the hill you catch them in nets club them to death and yeah yeah that is that's years of evolution to figure it out is, that indeed hunting mechanism simple is, yet effective so what yeah. is that winter or summer 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 summerish well we call it summer yeah it's about when we have three days in a row of sunshine and it's is it the same degrees. three days every year that Scotland gets the sunshine uh, no it varies it's usually in that bracket, April to ta- August. Ta- the southwest of Tasmania has seven days of sunshine a year. It's the same seven days every year, right. which is it's it's really handy. But the problem is, it gets so busy down there on those days because it's locked in. It's a hoop snake season, I hear. Yeah, well, that, that's the other thing. The hoop snake season does overlay with the seven days of sunshine. Yeah. it's a fucking shambles down there. There's snakes rolling around. There's people trying to sunbake. <laughs> it's just uh, it's a nightmare. That's why I moved out of Tassie. It's just yeah. those seven days. It's fucking manic. You're just going on holiday. I convinced people at work the other day. When you I said to me hoop snakes, and I was like, because I had it in my head that, no, there's something that does that, but it turns out it's a spider in the desert that does that, I think. Or there's something like crawls in a ball and rolls in a hill. And I was like, fucking, yeah, hoop snakes, whatever. Hoop snakes. Who is it? I can, I so the convinced... snake, the idea of a hoop snake is the snake that gets scared and bites its own tail, goes stiff into like a wheel, and then fucking and rolls, rolls away. Yeah, and rolls away. But the Maybe Tasmanian it's... hoop snakes turn that into an attack mechanism. So you can be like walking under a hill, and you can hear, like, it sounds like a, a cart coming. You look up, and there's like 15 hoop snakes. And the only way to get away from a them is to lie, lie flat, and that way they sort of just bounce straight over you. Yeah. I think you're a rock. It's a fucking yeah, it's hectic country. We got a special guest here. Not really, actually. I fucking I take that back. He's not real special. He just happens to be here when we're doing an episode. So um, that's it. All the way, the in, continuing a, the international. Flavor. What an intro! What a fucking yeah. intro! I think what he's special. Intro. This guy, Callum. We won't say your last name just in case you say something more fucked up than you've already said this evening, <laughs> and it's recorded. So just Callum from Scotland. So you obviously speaking in a dialect that we can understand tonight. Dialect that we gave you. Yeah, but you... Ungrateful did you? Australians. Yes, we established this already. <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah, Callum, mate, mate, thanks for coming on. You bought... Callum bought us this whiskey from Duty Free. You didn't even get it in Scotland. It's in Scottish whiskey. I wasn't allowed to, it to get it in Scotland because the airline I flew with stipulates you have to buy it in their home country. Right. So, so where did it come from? Where did you buy it? Bought it in Dubai. Right. But it's from it's an ILA malt from the Western Isles in Scotland. Bit of good stuff. Very peaty. Correct. What did very you peaty. say, Andy? It peaty. It tastes. It's like an old fireman's boot. It's yeah. uh It's tastes leathery. It's it leathery and smoky. Yeah. It'll put hairs same, on your eyeballs. It's a what is it a Bowmore? Bowmore. Ten year ILA. What's the Island single malt? 
It's damn good. It's dark and intense. And we've got a liter of it, so we could be here for a while. <laughs> it's fucking intense. It does taste. I think that's a great description to Fireman's Boot because it's. Well, real I, I stole that off. And, uh, someone's dad said it to me once. That's what it's, and it smells like, though. And Leather it's stuck and with me. So if you, and then that's how you know it's a good whiskey. It's like a, a hint of an. Three days later, you're sweet. Now, you know yeah. it's it's worth it. No, it's good. And we've got a couple of red cans for chasers as. Um, is standard when you're at uh, all in Perth, all in the same room. So, hey, so Callum was brought up in our original episode, in our second episode, Rodeo Ramblings, because you guys took up to Rodeo together, right? Yeah, like yeah. It was, if you leave you two alone together with no external influences, you end up doing something like that, doing silly stuff. Is that fair, so or was, you think you would have found it a, yourself? I think there was a kind of an external influence from your man Ben from the beer farm because he thought right I know someone that's a bit odd should yeah, we say bit and put ball. you in touch with the, the guys that got you involved in rodeo and I got a message saying I'm doing this rodeo I've entered you better come and watch it and I was like no how do I sign up how do I <laughs> climb aboard a giant animal that wants to kill me yes. uh, for someone else's entertainment but you've mentioned like fucking at least five times of different people trying to kill you yeah, and I'm and now I'm starting to think that it's not people trying to kill you, it might be oh, you. Maybe could be maybe. the common factor in all of these stories. I th- well, I think because I'm in the stories, that's a common factor. Yeah, but there's definitely an sort of an element an, of an, people an, trying to. Cal- yeah. Calum and I, we'd met a couple of times, and then we were down in Margs on the. Um, I think it was Australia Day. Australia Day weekend. Day. Like, come down, having a Australia Day weekend. Australia Day. <coughs> Sorry. I can't do it that high. <laughs> you don't have it's the right holes in your nose. No. <laughs> the um, and we we walk him back, and I literally tried to kill him, and that's when we that's when we really bonded. From it was accidentally. I main, main I mainly bonded with the tarmac. Yeah. After you <laughs> threw me across the highway. But the short story: we were walking home, not together. We we got stuck in Margs, and we we're staying five k's out of Margs. And I was like, "Fuck this! We're not getting a taxi." So I just started walking. And then pitch black night, and I was actually thinking, walking on the road, you know, on the phone. So like, as soon as you turn your phone off, you can't see shit because you've been staring at a screen. So it's pitch black, and I was thinking, it's, Australia's a fucking good country. Nothing's going to come out of the bush and kill me. Like, I can walk along this road, I can see the white line, I'll see a car coming. I was like, oh, I love snakes. this country. It's warm, no hoop snakes. They just, I'll just lie down and know how to deal with them. And then I hear <laughs> this like, all of a sudden, I've just thought that I'm looking at my phone. I click it off and I hear behind me like on the road, like these footsteps coming at pace, like running, not walking. And I was like, Very fast in that instance, you know, I'd already been thinking something coming out of the bush trying to kill me. It's not going to happen. Shit myself. So instead of fight or flight, I am a fight mode turned on and I got down low. I thought it was a dog like running after me, going to jump on me. So uh, I kind of turned black around. Dog. The old black dog. <laughs> I turned around and I kind of bent down. Get low, smart. Get low. And I was like, I'm going to hit this thing before it hits me. And I just went full as you would a rugby tackle, like two two steps at pace into the noise to grab it. It turns out to be Callum, grab. who's six foot two or three or something. Probably 100 kilos. 100 kilos. And I just fucking hit Hans this thing in the fun. dark and lifted. And we were on, I was on the left-hand side. I lifted up. And, and Callum's like, no, it's fucking me, no. Crazy. Racist, By this time, I was like, 
lifted Callum in the air and running backwards down the road. Yeah, and we ended up on the other side of the highway. Other side of the highway, in and the dirt. Just, like, in like, the dirt. It's okay. You knew oh, each other. Okay. Yeah, we knew each other. You were super pissed by the sounds of it. it sounds oh, yeah. <laughs> like, the reason we walked home is because we couldn't get a taxi. And then, so I was wearing thongs. And uh, that's probably why you couldn't hear me coming behind you. So I was like, running barefoot, and then I just seen this phone light, and I was like, I'm going to have this have this guy here. So you tried to snack, sneak up on me. Well, oh, no, you were going to run past me, right? That was the uh, original plan. Like, no, I was oh. running at you, and I went, what? And then next minute, whoomph, <laughs> lobbed. <laughs> shot padded half, like, across the highway, and then it was just like, I can't remember, like, I was like, on the deck, and you were like, hold, like, pretty much in a chokehold, just like, oh, it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> I was like, no, it's not, let me so we blew out. The first arms. time was tried to kill you. So that was so then yeah. I so yeah I tried to kill him, but we you were fine, and then we jogged home together, barefoot on the bitumen. Yeah, and then by the time we got home, we found out that everyone was out in town. We had already got a taxi and probably overtooken us while we were lying in a crumbled heap at the side of the road. They were home safe, and we were there with like war wounds and all sorts. I feel like this is then. this is almost like, could have been a Brokeback Mountain style movie where yeah. you roll down into a ditch and then all of a sudden he's not pretty enough looked into each other yeah no. obviously no, you're no, like I men with hair I couldn't understand thick hair. He might I'm been... too tall for him apparently <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I'm not I'm not four foot and blonde that's <laughs> right well you've had trouble with taller um, women in the past was that fair to say <laughs> I was like, I hope this wouldn't be a gang up episode. But... Well, you thought wrong. <laughs> Expect the unexpected. Hey, look, um, I'm open to. Or should you be more accepting more... of all women? Yeah. In well, the I'm, bedroom. I'm not scared anymore. I treat them all the same. That's good. You could mm. buy those shoes that they advertise on the aeroplane in the magazine. Yeah. They... <laughs> Why do they advertise them on aeroplane? <laughs> short people flying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, the big chunky beasts. Apparently. They're taller. No, look, I'm good. Cowboy boots. Got an inch heel on them. That, that's good enough for me. Cuban heel. Yeah, a little Cuban, yeah, Cuban heels most of the time, don't you? Oh, it's fine. Is that what they call it? The Cuban heel? So, like the, is that because there's short men the in King, Cuba? King, uh, what's his name? Must Kim, be. Kim John. Kim John, the North Korea bloke. Oh, he yeah. ended up with fractured ankles or something because he wore Cuban heels all the time. You see, women wear high heels and you take one of these tall women, put them in high heels and you're done for. Was this. What was the bar? College Lawn? Is that in... That is in Prague. Pran, Pran, It's in that's Pran. The, yeah the test if how, how long have you lived in Melbourne? Yeah, what do you call what's is Pran. it balaclava or is it baklava? Balaclava, <laughs> we both lived in Bal- yeah. Balaclava. Balaclava yeah. is a like a beanie that covers your whole a face. face baklava is like a a cake, isn't it? a cake, yeah. yeah, like a Russian cake maybe. Yeah, I just assumed that because I stayed there for like six months or something, and it was like, did oh, you? You're now balaclava. I was like. Yeah. Is that, am I saying that right? Say, because it wasn't, I lived in Balaclava and I've, I j- literally just moved out of old Balaclava. I just remember going past it on the train to the beach in Melbourne. The, the beach. Fucking two metres of sand covered in needles. Yeah, the f- it's pretty nice. <laughs> <laughs> when you're, yeah, it's nice in your rearview mirror, I'd say. Yeah. You're out of there. I, I want to, um... we can diverge away from that. That was a bit of a, sorry. But it's good to know that you're growing as a person. Not obviously not getting any taller, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Callum's gotten taller. This is like yeah. Well, I think like Callum's yeah. been away. I think, <laughs> the, I think the tallness was more because I was doing more training, so I like stand up straighter. But yep. definitely when I went back, I'd grown two shoe sizes from so 2015 when I first came out to Oz, and then so I went home. Uh, when was it? Eight? No, May 2018, and I was a size 11 when I left. I'm now size 13, and like a lot of my clothes I had to wear a suit the first weekend I was home at my friend's the christening for his daughter and my suit was like an inch and a half too short 
That's bizarre. Like, yeah, you must I'm like a, a flower. flower. I just yeah, like, yeah. Me, what, like 29, 28, 27? 28. I've, 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 I've dropped shoe sizes. Really? I think I might have just been wearing shoes too big. And I've definitely got a little bit shorter. I think it's just gravity gets a better view over yeah. time. Well, you're taller in the morning. Skiing and definitely, things. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. You way less in the morning. Mm. But I think you're just like walking about barefoot and wearing thongs. Yeah. Um, definitely like spread the feet out. Do you reckon if you do like a lot of yoga, you probably get a bit taller? I don't know. I think it was, I was doing a lot of weight training and stuff and yep. stretching mobility and just standing up taller. Yeah, and you're probably from the stretching, like my, maybe my spine was cooked. It was as um, all muscle. You're as tall as you're going to ever be. Yeah. You never you know. I might lose a bit. Yeah, there's a few... Yeah, my back's cooked. What was it? You were told not to do any compression sports, contact sports, jumping things, yeah. jumping, yeah. bull riding. I figured, fuck it. Yeah, I just kept doing What's whatever the worst I wanted to do just until paralyzed from the neck down. To do it. Yeah, it didn't yeah. sound good what you explained. Yeah. No, nah, just like that'll be right. She'll be right. She'll be yeah, right. Keep moving. That's what I was told. Keep moving. Keep moving. Keep moving. Don't tell mum. Don't stop moving. Yeah. So. What was that? Keep moving and don't tell mum. Oh, I think I mean, that's yeah. what you'd sent me this big list. We were about to do a rodeo, and then I was like, "I've got do not like tell a, Robin a laundry list of ailments." I'm told not to do anything dodgy, and I was like, "I'm still doing it." Don't tell my mum. This was okay. this was Doctors. on the Tuesday, and we were flying to Darwin for a rodeo. On like the Friday, on the Friday. <laughs> I was like, yeah. "Oh fuck it, we're gonna go anyway." How many like sports stories start with the doctor told me? I'd never walk again. The doctor told me not to play and I yeah. won the championship. Like, doctors doctor are soft know. cocks. Like, yeah. you're right to not listen what to them. Keep riding know? those bulls, was. Doctors <laughs> don't know shit. Definitely. Definitely. Um, Callum's favourite thing to say, like, whenever he goes on a holiday, is like, oh, I almost, I, what did he say? I almost died. I fucking... I had explained it again. I fucking... Whatever. That, but, it, but he's like, I almost died. Everywhere we go, oh, I almost died. It's oh, I expression. went running. I went running. I almost died. I almost died. It's like an over exaggeration, but at yeah. the same time, it's Sometimes like it's a not. way to explain something. Like, oh, jeez, I almost died running because it was so hot, or yeah. like a car tried to kill me. Yeah, something well, like that. And the, it's a good interlude to interlude. That's not well, interlude. The first time I heard, I probably had heard about you through the bull riding, but through a mutual friend, um, they called me up, Trav, and he's like, "Your mate was." <laughs> and then he proceeds to tell me. So he, he the way he's he's like was rang up and he's like I got this mate coming down. Can you show him a good time? And Trav was like, oh, how good of a mate? He's like real good mate. He's like all right then. He better be a real good mate. He's like if it, if he was a lower tier mate, Trav was gonna tell you to fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> so you made it past the uh, the gatekeeper into Trav's hands, and it sounds like he tried to kill you on that on that. Well, call. I, I wouldn't say Trav personally tried to kill me. No, we got, got, got looked after by Trav, got taken, I flew in, had, uh, I was on a bit of a mission, I'd left Oz, had to leave the country for a couple of days and to come back on like a holiday visa, so I'd gone from Perth to Singapore, Singapore to Uluru, had a couple of days there, loved that, and then flew to Tassie, and I can't remember what day it was, but I got in late on the Thursday night, say it was, and then first thing Friday morning, was picked up by Trav, and just clapped out old uh, Toyota with a canoe on the top. Standard kayak, yeah, just vehicle. Straight, straight in at the deep end. He was like, "Yeah, we need to stop and get water and oil just in case this thing dies." Yeah, um, not for you, for the thing. yeah, for for the vehicle. Um, and then got taken to is it Fortescue Bay? Yeah, Fortescue Bay down on the Tasman Peninsula. Yeah, beautiful down part there. of the world. We did some uh, did some kayaking, which is cool. Again, like, I've done kayaking like once before, but I was I was assured I was in good hands. Um, yeah, you were assured wrong, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> he he talked he talked a good good show, but no, I was looked after by Trav, and then 
So we did this like big kayak. Is oh let's climb this. I don't even know what the mountain was called. This monster thing where you look onto. I want to say it was like a uh, um, yeah. It's the literally where we went to Fortescue Bay. It was like, up this big hill, and you can see a massive peninsula and a, a big stretch of land in between. But did you go like, to the candlestick where that big um, not that rock day thing that sticks we straight. did. Not that that was okay. that was where the incident yep. in question oh, happened. But, oh, um, did it there? Yeah. Jesus Christ! No, he, t- he took us up this big uh, big hill, and he was oh, I'm so unfit, like. You know, I'm not going to okay, it's probably Mount Fortescue or something like that. It might have been, yeah. yeah. Um, but it was pretty steep. And uh, I was already, I was chafing like mad because I had jocks on underneath my swim shorts, which were soaking. Mm. So they were going up and he's powdering on. And every time I caught, I was like, nah, I'm going to take these off. So I'm like naked in the bushes trying to take these soaking jocks off. There's like kids flying past and stuff. But every time he's like kidding on, he's fucked. But he'd like smash up the hill and then I would like catch up and he's right, come on. Like up again, up again, up again. Typical Trav punch. in a boot pack. Yep. Punches it up, waits you catch up to him. Go again. Pace, and he's like, yeah. yep, yep, I'm good. It's Pow. not It's not a competition, it's, but, but it's, it's definitely a competition. It's always a competition. <laughs> yeah. but that's his style. Goes sprint, stop, sprint, stop, and you just keep a heavy pace. Yeah. Keep a good pace. And he's going. like, yeah, you struggling, are you? I'm off. Bye. <laughs> blowing out my arse. I thought no sympathy whatsoever. No quarter given. There's no sympathy. No, no, no. 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 Keep if up. you want sympathy, it's between shit and syphilis in the dictionary. Yep. I've been told. Go home to your mama if you yeah, <laughs> don't come but on a mission. Wasn't... That was Trav's, Trav's call when he's like, oh yeah, how good a mate? And I was like, no, no, good mate. And he's like, full service? I was like, yeah, give him a full service. <laughs> full That's service. He's like, fault. all right, cool. He's like, yeah? I was like, yep, do it. And he's like, all right, you you said it. And so, and so Hensi like, you know, straight onto it. Yeah. I was like, he's landing here, just fucking, he'll do anything you say. One. Just sort him out. He'll be fine. He'll keep up. Well, I was... Wrong. You were wrong. We were both wrong. <laughs> but, but, you know, I gave you every yeah, opportunity. Yeah, it was epic. Like, yeah. someone would never have thought of doing it. That sounds like a great day. You're a bit tired up the hill. I don't yeah, see how you almost died. Well, well that was the next time. So we went out. I think it was Trav, his Mrs. Heather. Mm-hmm. So this and is then, after after this, Trav calls me. And before you tell the story, Trav calls me. He's like, oh, how's your mate? And I was like, oh, you're looking after him. I haven't heard from him. Like, he's having a good time. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We did this, did this. He was like, fuck, I almost killed him though. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like... Oh, yeah, yeah, he says that shit all the time. He's like, no, 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 you almost died. And I was like, oh, <laughs> fucking hell. I was like, I can't wait to hear this story from Callum, who's told me <laughs> no less than two dozen times, I've almost died, I did this. I was like, this would be fucking yeah, no, good. No wonder he hasn't called me. That was quite fun. So, it's because my phone was soaking after a sad incident. So I was waiting to hear this story, and then, yeah, well, you can tell us exactly what happened, because yeah. it sounds like you fucking almost oh, did geez. die. It was, it was good fun. We went to the whatever it was where that candlestick is so it was myself yeah, candlestick is a, it's a crazy rock formation yeah out off the bay like it, oh, it was cool what is it it goes just it's a it's big a, sea stack yeah it's um is it totem pole that they call it as well? the totem is that pole the same thing or is that a different one oh, I think it's the totem pole yeah. the candlestick's a different one I don't know it's yeah. in the middle I'm pretty of the sure water it's a totem yeah it goes it's, vertically it's, ah, you so to, you come out of like a nice nice bay and then it's like yeah. on the headland and then it's kind of on a point but People climb it, but to climb it, you have to like set up a rope from the mainland and like shimmy across to the other side, and then yeah, there's some crazy rock climbing yeah. routes up it. But um, yeah, that's a good point. I don't. Anyway, it's irrelevant. Continue. Yeah. So um, onward. What do we do? Yeah, myself, Trav, is Mrs. Heather, we Arthur, and uh, Timmy Kate. The wee baby there. Arthur. Wee baby Arthur. That's Irish again. <laughs> <sighs> Whatever. Same. Same. No. <laughs> <laughs> no mate it's all fucking Europe anyway, shut up and tell the story South African pricks um, yeah so now I think right, Trav and his missus had the big double canoe the, the tank that's unsinkable and then me and Timmy had the two single ones 
And yet again, this is probably the third time in my life I've been in a kayak. So it was like, yeah, we'll paddle out to to the Totem Pole, Candlestick, wherever it is. Pretty choppy. Totem Pole. Totem Pole. Totem Pole. Yeah. Pretty choppy went out there. It was pretty, yeah, good going all the way out. Got to the Totem Pole, seen humpbacks. They were kind of dipping and diving Shit, in yeah. front of us, which is awesome. But it was too kind of choppy for me to get my, either I didn't have my GoPro or try and get my phone out to take a photo. And uh, so we'd seen them start to turn back. And we're only, I don't know, 20 metres at most from shore which is a big rock face yeah coming back along getting battered by the wind and stuff and then i ended up in the drink and uh, at the same time like southern ocean it's pitch black it's freezing it's australia so there's friggin' sharks it's, that, it's a gnarly bit of water there mm. yeah. on that particular day like blooming hell you know experts would have struggled never mind <laughs> pale scotsman <laughs> if, um, yeah ended up in the drink and i uh, managed to save my hat and glasses which i was quite chuffed about so you flipped um, the, you rolled the car but i just rolled straight over and then bailed out like i didn't try and no, get back out. You need to know. You can't, to do that. you can't do it unless you know how to do it. Do you have a skirt on? I had a skirt on, so just pulled the skirt straight yeah, out, okay. and yeah. that was it. Like save the hunting glasses. And wet then, suit? Are you wearing a wet suit? No, just uh, I had stubby shorts on, a big thick flannel, which did not help. No, it's not. What month are we in? Uh, that would have been. Is summer? November. Yeah. Oh fuck! November's October, cold. October, November. Yeah, yeah we're in November. Still freezing. Uh, no, it could have been October still. Yeah, because I left in October. So yeah, it would have been. Mid October, maybe. It's um, cold in October. Yeah, <laughs> fucking <laughs> tropical, freezing. tropical. But yeah, ended out out the boat. Couldn't get back in, um, and poor Timmy came along. So he couldn't come alongside because it was too. I would end up pulling him in as well. And your boat's full of water, like half my full boat's of water. full of water. I got on it like three or four times or something, like that, or a couple of times anyway. Got on top and just couldn't get back in. Kept tipping, kept tipping. And at this point, you're starting to chat a wee bit. You're like, fucking hell, it's cold. And uh, I was like. Well, as you say, Tim couldn't come alongside because it was too dodgy, and I was like, oh, "Fuck it, help me get this boat to." At least he had a you know a bloke there who's in a kayak, who yeah. you know knows his way around a kayak. Yeah, who at this point I did not know was on trying to phone the coast guard. <laughs> he was trying yeah, to phone the really coast guard. Choose. Can we shout yeah. out to Timmy K? Timmy K. Timmy K. Looking Just out for the boys. Quick interlude. Timmy K. is in Sri Lanka or something, and he tried surfing and ended up in the hospital <laughs> just last week. Is he not, is he a surfer? Uh, no. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so he was he was on the phone with the Coast Guard. And I'm like, you need like give us a hand to get this fucking rig back to the shore. He said that's not a good idea. I was like, oh fuck it, I'm going. So like dragging this boat, like I'm not a great swimmer either, and clearly not a great kayaker. Trying to get back to what was the shore, but it was more like it was a decent sized like, rock fall. So you had to wait for the waves to come in to get me halfway up. Yeah. So I'm like doing that, and then just like barefoot. And like I've got shorts on or whatever, so like drag the boat halfway up and then clinging on to the rock, which is covered in—is it barnacles, limpet things? Yeah, like shredding yeah. your hands yep. and knees and everything. So like pulling up a sea kayak full of water, trying to go onto this thing. Eventually get it up and like right reset. You got on the rock. Get on the rock, drag it all the way up on the top. Like, right, safety, fucking shivering like fuck. Yeah, and uh, have a quick piss, check my phone, which is now fucking ruined. <laughs> um, all my kit that was in the little waterproof bubble is now cooked. And then I like, had to try and relaunch as well. So it's from like a yep. decent couple of foot anyway. It's like trying to aim on the rock and then like wait for a wait for a wave. Get back in the water eventually, God knows how, like without falling, then just like power around the, the point until like the wee safety of the bay. And I was like, right, okay, I'm not going to die now. Yeah. But, yeah, it's quite fun. But then you're like, what fucking took you so long? Like you've been away for hours. I was like, well, well. <laughs> what happened was a shark like, team. Timmy K is a useless cunt. Is that what you're saying? He, no. Hey, look, look. The, it was treacherous conditions. <laughs> to be fair, he did the right thing because if you tried to help me, I would end up 
cooking him, and then we both been cooked. Well, this isn't. And there'd be this nobody isn't how to... you've spoken of Timmy in the past. No, poor you, Tim got a hard time mainly from you. But it's not Tim's fault that he's not an expert sea kayaker yeah. or kayaker in general. And but... he was kind of lumped with a big fucking idiot that had had yep. a kayak before. So in that circumstance, I think he did all right. <laughs> no, so, all right. All right, look, I'll take it back. Yeah. And I can understand that. Wouldn't be my first choice to call the Coast Guard immediately. It is October. Like, maybe you're closer to death than you realise. because yeah, he thought I was looking quite pale, but I'm always that colour, so... Well, I grew up well, kayaking, purple, right, think, and but... there's a manoeuvre that... So, if you're with... And I don't even know if Trav would have done this, but this is what you do, just for future reference. So, you go over to Timmy, you drag your boat up onto his knees, pull it up, upside down. So, so parallel, like, perpendicular. Yep, so, like an yep. X, like a cross. Yep. Rock it back and forth to get the water out. Put it. He puts it next, and then leans over and holds over the... The front, yeah, and then that makes but, it stable. Uh, this, you climb back in, called next rescue. That, yeah. I don't think that. And I talked to Trav up. He's like, "You point. guys should practice an X rescue because it's really easy, and if you know how to do it, then none of this is a problem." Yeah, but like Trav has done a bit of kayaking, but he's far from an expert. He assured me he was a guide in, on the Gold Coast, or, like that. <laughs> or like on the <laughs> East Coast, Coast anyway. Yeah, it's a bit different. Like this is Warm South water. Coast Tasmania. Yeah. It's fucking. But then it was the worst part was when it, when I got back to shore. I think people were like, "Yeah, oh, you seen whales? Yeah, where there's whales, there's sharks." I was like, "Just to add to my fear." Yeah, sharks, sharks. Nah, fuck it. <laughs> so they I don't I even actually, like the taste of humans. Apparently, I went over and did a because I haven't done much sea kayaking, but I did a double trip with um, Trav, and we were. It was before he had Arthur, and it was like his bucks, like pre-baby bucks, and we we're going to go to Mariah mm-hmm. Island, which is just up the coast from there. Oh yeah, and we were going to kayak over and the, all these mates were going to get the um, the ferry and then we were going to kayak back we get down there it's like howling like just white caps and we're driving along trying to figure out where to go and I was like are we are we okay to do this and it's like and we ummed and ah for a couple of hours and and in the end we're like we're probably going to die if we try and do this and ended up getting putting the boat on the ferry and going across and in the middle of the channel it was just absolute mayhem like there's no way we would have made it but we did paddle back but we went up around the north end of Mariah Island and we were trying to get up on a big flat rock similar to what you would have been doing, but probably a bit friendlier. And as we get up, I jump out, wave comes up over the rock, flips the kayak onto the flat rock, Trav's still in it. And he's like upside down on the rock getting washed across yeah. it. It rolls up, it jumps out and he's fine. It's like, how are you fine? Like, you're just what? upside down on a rock. And then we, we're like, oh, well, we're up here now, have a look around, bit of an explore. Like try and get the boat back in, absolute fucking disaster. But get it back in, go back round. Anyway, that afternoon we paddled back to the mainland, and there's a little rock in the channel, and we're like, we'll pull up on this rock and have a bit of a look. It looks really nice, and we're just starting to hit a bit of swell. So I was like, yeah, I'm pretty keen to just get off this fucking kayak for a bit. I'm getting a bit scared, and um, we get on the rock, and the rock is like this. You couldn't really tell from the water, but there's thousands and thousands of birds. And as we get closer, they're stirring up and we pull the boat up and then they're really stirring up. And then we start like, we'll go walk to the top bit because it looks like there's a bit of a few waves breaking. Maybe there's a surf spot. And then fucking like thousands of birds are just like dive bombing us from every direction. And it's like, Trav, this is like, just fucking let's get back in the boat. Like, this is scarier than the water. (laughs) It's like, we got straight back in the boat and just paddled straight to the other side of the channel Trav's like oh do you want to hover around and try and catch a few waves on the it's like no 
See, I want to get out of the budget. Enough. I want to go to the land. I want to get out. I'm done with this fucking sea kai. I don't know. Wasn't born with gills for a reason. But I don't know if Trav sounds like a shit tour guide or sea kayaking just sounds shit. It's fucking awesome, but it's just a bit scary. Trav's good. Like he's he's super confident. He's quite. He he keeps calm head. He's a good kind of guy. Like Captain Confidence. He can keep be Captain Positive because last year Trav and I planned to do the Bass Strait kayak. Oh yeah, I wasn't allowed, was I? We, yeah, you were you were barred from that. You no. and Timmy Cave would be one group, and, uh, <laughs> yeah. and you were leaving after. We'd us be the rescue not, crew yeah, on, we're not on the safety board next no to the way. But, the, but we were going to do that, which is an island hop, and there's only the first two days are quite big. And I think Trav and I got into an argument. He wanted to go south to north because he was too tight to get to Victoria first and then come back. And I was like, "How's he going to get back?" Because then, because like, well, fuck knows. Heather was going to come over and pick him up or something. But I was like. Nah, we're going to go with the northerly because you don't want to be paddling with a southerly because that's going to be fucked with swell. You want the northerly, which has no swell. But doesn't that just depend when no you wind. go? Well, you're paddling, yeah, in the, that direction. But anyway, that, we, it uh, didn't happen and it's on the cards. We'll do it eventually, but so maybe I want someone else. You should do it. I'd love to do it and I've talked to other mates about doing it. But just crossing the Mariah bit, as soon as you got into this, that's only, I think it was at the shortest point, maybe five kilometers or something yeah. across. And you're in the shadow of the swell. But as soon as you get, and this is not a big swell day, it's as soon coast. as you get in that um, swell window, it's fucking mayhem. And that was a, a light day. If you cop a heavy day, you definitely want to be on your game. So where, like, where's Mariah? East Coast. Mariah's East Coast. Um, yeah. So you know, just outside of Hulbert, pretty much. Yeah, so it's just not north of go out of Sorrel, try Banner. It's is that the one? Has Trav's family got a house on there or something? No, no one. Some really, island. No one really lives there. Bruni Island. Bruni Island. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Mariah's. Um, it's it's kind of got um, you know people that look after the island there, and you can go and camp there. It's, mm. it's pretty cool, but there's no like cars or anything there. It's a little ferry that goes. But uh, Tasmania, there's no. It's just horse and carts. Horse well. and carts, yeah. and yeah, a lot of. Sister fucking and whatnot, but um, convicts on the loose. Mm. Step, stepsister porn. That'd be a hub for it. It would be. That's where it there's all originated. A there's a there's yeah. a hub. There's a hub. Is that a dot com? I feel like we might have given Trav a hard time there. He's he's actually a quality um, adventurer to yeah. do adventures with. Timmy K, on the other hand, <laughs> we can probably agree is useless as gets <laughs> on a ball. Yep. Tim. Yeah, definitely. I'll, I'll second that. Trav, but that's not his fault. It's positive and, and uh, great, great value. Great, great um, motivation on a trip. He's the like, he's motivated when most people aren't, and then he's when he gets flat, everyone else seems to be up. He's good. He's yeah. like what you want. He's the opposite <laughs> pole. He's an antinode yeah. to you or node. Like, he's where you where you want to be. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So look, that's legit. There's a there's a um, it was a. You know, the Sunday night show where they do a story. They did a story. There's this guy that lives in Harrietville and his dad um, was working on a ship down off the south coast of Tassie on a fishing boat and it sunk. And um, this is in the 70s. So that, they're actually down off the Great Australian Bight and they ended up in the um, in the, the life ring. Yeah. And the current took them down under the south of Tassie and down past Fortescue Bay. Um, but... It wouldn't really let them in, and it, for days it took them up the coast and then back down to the southwest and then up again, and it did it for days and days. They're not paddling this; this is just going to just, just at the mercy yeah. of the wind. Yeah, but eventually, it put them in a place called Tunnel Bay, I think, which is just south of Fortescue Bay, 
Um, but they, the guy who they did the story on, he ended up finding his way out of this bay to safety. The the rest of them died. Um, and so did he jump out and swim or something? Well, they made it ashore, but by the time they made it ashore, that most they were in a pretty bad state. And he went he went to try and find his way out of this bay. And like you know, he wasn't far from civilization, but you might as well be fucking as you know miles away because you got to guess through this like ridiculously dense bush and steep hills. But he found his way out. The other guys died on the beach, and uh, like it's it's not it's a serious piece of water that you don't want to be swimming in yeah. <laughs> for too much time because they were looking at the coast for days and they just couldn't couldn't get in and they all fucking died fuck what like ran out of food and water well water but water mainly yeah yeah. but he the guy survived and yeah his his son's a um hotham snowboarder and um i remember chatting to him about it and then they the the sun sunday night program sort of did a whole bit on it like 30 years later and it was just it's crazy story it's probably it's worth looking up on youtube because this guy what's his name do you know yeah Yeah, uh, you chat amongst yourselves. Yeah, chat amongst <laughs> yourselves while yeah, I look up the facts general. of the story. No, it's a yeah, it's pretty hectic. Sea kayaking. I've got nothing to chat about. I want to do a sea kayak. Mm. Well, that was like if you were going to do from Tazi to Vickle, would you? Would it just be double kayak, or would you have the outriggers and? and I think you go individual kayaks. Double kayak, you can have a bit of a rest and paddle half-assed sort of yeah. thing, which. You more speed out of a double. If you had three of you, you could do a double and a single because yeah. a single can like draft the, the double and you can swap around and if someone gets a bit fucked and isn't keeping I mean, up. I mean, if you got stays either side to stop you. No, no, no it's, just a, it's just a, a you, single hole you, you do Say if you'd done a couple of days on flat water practice, you'd learn how to say um, stop tipping over. Yeah. And then if you did a couple of weeks practice, you'd probably learn how to roll yourself back up. Uh. And then if you did couple of months practice you'd learn how to do some rescues like this you can learn all this stuff yeah it's good i would recommend learning that stuff before trying to paddle from tassie to victoria that'd be but i wouldn't say definitely do it like i'd say have a crack (laughs) i'd say definitely don't go with timmy but but uh they yeah they because some people you can put a little sail up on the front Uh, oh because you've seen that that's like the boy i can't never remember his name that did the he cut the the tasman street Tasman, tasman um between, oh no, sorry, that's between the two islands, isn't it? But, is that uh, between Street? New Zealand and Australia. Yeah, is it that one or is that between um, North and South Island? Tasman Sea? Fuck, what is that called? What's that? Tasman Strait? Between um, New Zealand and Australia. Southern Ocean. Yeah, but it's like Tasman Strait. Or you go from the East Coast to Australia over Tasman to New Zealand. Sea. Fuck, Tasman we're just sea. making shit up now. I think it's the Tasman Sea. That big right. blue bit on nah, the map. Surely not. Pull up a map. We need to consult. Hey, I've, I've got too many facts to check Tasman here. I'm, I'm already. <laughs> I'm still trying is this to check. standard standard one? No, it's the a Tasman Sea. It's the Tasman, Tasman Sea. Okay. We had family Some friends. Some street that's between the two. No, that's Bass Strait. Bass Strait is between, is between and Tasman Seas. Yeah, that's what I said. And Vicar. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we had family friends that they the guy, so it's him and his wife and young young girl, built a sailboat, and sail, tried to sail to New Zealand, cop the storm. Um, tipped over, snapped the mast, and were out there for like days, and had to get rescued. And this guy's like, like I, I remember at the time I was quite young, hearing about it and talking to mum about it recently. I was like, yeah, he's a fucking maniac. Like he built his own sailboat and took his young child and wife 
to New Zealand and it all went shit show. Yeah, I was like, oh yeah, special. that's pretty fucked actually. <laughs> yeah. Flights are pretty cheap these days. Uh, yeah. Maybe back then. Back in the 80s, not as cheap right. apparently. Not as cheap. But I remember you go to his house and he's building a yacht in the front yard. <laughs> yeah. <I> was, <laughs> Tasmania. That's Tasmania for you. Bloody We're going to get out of here somewhere. Just yeah, before somehow. we move on, just to the thing to look up, it's the Blythe Star is the shipwreck. That, that, Blythe Star. That old mate. Um, Blythe Star, spell Blythe. Yes. Yeah, October 73, Blythe. B L Y T H. That's not a great And it's name. Mick Mick Dolman is the guy's name, and his his son Diesel plays in a um, stoner rock band and shreds snowboard. Bit of a legend. Diesel, Diesel. His band. Oh, what's his band called? Check them out. We should play them. Yeah. Next time. Ask for forgiveness. Yep. Later. It's heavy stuff. It's, it's good easier though. to apologise than ask permission. Absolutely, it is. Yeah. Thanks to last episode we played September 87 and we just put it up but they did agree about a week later that we can put it up so shout out to September 87 uh, that was sick. I've been flogging that song me since, too yeah. I've yeah, never too. heard of them until last night and then it was on well that's all they, 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 they've never played a live show yeah. they recorded that album and that film clip put it out it went pretty viral but they've never been an actual band <laughs> it's sick it's like um a lot like um, oh, who's, what's the fucking band? Tom Tilly's band, Client Liaison. Like Client Liaison, it's got that yeah. electronic. It's just 80s a synth, synth wave band yeah, or whatever you call it, and that's yeah, synth it's what it is. Synth yeah, synth just all synth, a bit like all um, electronic drums and a bit like bass. Thanks. Yeah, it's like a. That's right. Let's check those guys out. <laughs> they're probably still on Triple J on Earth. They're yeah, rocking. No, I've been same similarly loving it as well this week. Like um, absolutely getting around it. Um, Callum's been much smarter since going back to um, Scotland and been getting around the inland adventures still about uh, much you've been sticking away from the sea and climbing a few hills lately every Mainly time I see we're like a, well it's different because when you live in Australia yeah. you're like oh, we've got four hours to travel to get somewhere you're like oh, no bother smash out in the afternoon I'm like I'm 45 minutes away from the sea and I'm like oh, I can't be arsed with that that's too far to go yeah, so that we're lucky that we stay in the centre of the highlands. Pretty much like where I'm from, it's like the, I think east to west, there's some marker that's like right slap bang in the middle. So we're surrounded by mountains. Like New- Newton Moor. Newton Moor. Newton Moor. I asked you Newton what a moor is. A m- so a I'm moor. Well, it's kind of is derived from Gaelic, moors. which is Balud and Plave, and it means new town on the moor. So like my What's village, a moor. A moor is just like a big expanse it's of like land. A kind of up. Well, you kind of go. You're a not, plateau. A plateau, yeah. Newton Plateau. New town on the moor. New town, so a new town on the plateau. Right, got yeah. it. Yeah, so pretty much all, yeah, most like every Scottish town that used to have a Gaelic name, and then they change it to the English meaning of it, and then Wait, adapted that. Gaelic or Gaelic? Gaelic. So it's Gaelic. Yeah, it's pronounced Gaelic, but there's no R. So like you get Gaelic, like the Irish Gaelic. Yeah. And Scottish Gaelic. <laughs> okay so but they're two like if you had a conversation with the two you could pick out words but they're because the, the Scots effectively were an Irish tribe uh-huh. that came across and then that's where a lot of their culture comes from that's where there's such a strong bond in the sort of, right. between Scots and Irish and stuff fucking history look well, at that one it. off the See, wood history yeah I did I did learn something in school even did, my do you think the beautiful. Scottish the the mountains they, they look a very Tasmanian they, like, like looks... I noticed when I got to Tassie like, especially that day when like Trav took us up like we drove through like big valleys and I think that's why there's a lot of mainly convicts but a lot of in the clearances and stuff like back in the day when a lot of Scots in the Highlands especially in the Highlands got 
basically says, right, we're taking all your land, there's a boat, piss off. And they went to, like, say, Australia, New Zealand, Canada, like, North America. Um, and it is, I think that's why they, there's kind of, like, a bit of a romance between sort of the Scottish heritage and a lot of Australians as well, because um, it does feel like home, kind of, same yeah. kind of climate, except it's a bit warmer. Um, but the hills are pr- pretty similar. Like, I remember... Um, the southwest of Tassie and the, um, whatever you call it, the highlands of Scotland. Yeah, because they, the, they look so... Is it Cradle Mountain? Yeah. That sort of part there, because I did it, like, yeah, like hiking there, and it is wilderness, a lot similar to the Cairngorms, where I'm from back home. So mm. it's just the scenery looked the same. And I remember taking a photo of, like, a little lake in the middle of this hike, and it was like, oh, fuck, I'm back home, kind of. And it's the first time, I'd, when I went there, it was the first time I'd seen snow in, like, three years. So, like, the snow was kind of at the side of the track, but I'm running, jumping about like a fucking idiot. And all these tourists are <laughs> like, what is this pale <laughs> idiot on? Like, it's like, you do know there's a track. I'm like, fuck off. And then made the mistake after the big hike. It's quite a hot day. And I was yeah. I was cruising around a camper van, so I was like, oh, I'm going to go for a swim and, like, refresh. So I'm walking towards a glacial lake. And uh, these people are like, what are you on? I was like, I'm just going for a swim. They're like, oh, okay. Just uh, walking backwards so we can see your face when the nuts touch your, uh, your nuts, sorry, touch the water. I'm like, whatever, I can handle this. Got in, holy crap. Just died like an Indian, just like got up to my neck. I was like, <laughs> shivering blue. Proper it, was, it was refreshing, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. was good. Bit of Wim Hof. Get, yeah, get Wim, Hof. Of Wim Hof action going on. Wim Hof? Wim Hof. You gotta look him up. He's this fucking madman kicking around. Oh, I thought it was a weird expression. Like, the Wim. what's it called when you dip a roux dip? It kind of sounds like that, doesn't it? Wim Hof. <laughs> I was telling some people at work about Wim Hof the other day, and I realised, like, that, how weird. I sounded explaining to them who is it he Wim is. Wim Hof or Wim Hof? Wim. Cool Whip. Wim. Cool Whip. Wim Hof. What do you he's mean? I think Cool Whip. What? He's just a Fruit Loop, but he's also a genius. He, but he, he can basically tolerate super cold temperatures. He's done. He can swim under the ice in the Arctic, and he tried to climb Everest with no shirt on, and just all through breathing techniques. Essentially, but it's, it's not yeah. just about proving that he could do it. Like the fact that he cracked, as in they they injected him with some uh, virus like that would make anyone else crook you know whether it's bacterial viral whatever but like you'd be you're a crook like you're sick and then you take your week to get over it maybe get some antibiotics they injected him with it and he was like breathing techniques and a day later he's fine completely fine they're like alright well that would have made not killed him but made him crook made him yeah, sick so yeah. he needs sick. some sort of help he's, to he's get got the it. particular breathing he's, technique that just floods you with oxygen I've, I've yeah. tried it one it makes you high as fuck, yeah. like you you tr- off your face. But you, then you can hold your breath for three minutes, easy, and that's second try. So if you there's a YouTube clip you can look at. I think we talked about it before yeah. on this. But if you go through it once and then go through it again, you'll easily hold your breath for three minutes. Like, and then and that's off no training, and, and you'll be off your chops. The same thing, like his, like his training is about stressing out your body so like you're putting putting yourself out of your comfort zone from being in sitting in your house of uh you know 20 degrees or 22 degrees in the office like being you know really comfortable but actually stressing your rig out on a daily basis or on a weekly basis and making you um you know like actually your body do what it's meant to do rather than just being like comfort yeah, just zone, live comfort comfort zone your whole life zone. like because then when you do come up against something like yeah, not so much like survival situations. But if like say something were to happen, like you got even something simple, like you're out in the winter and your yep. car broke down, like if you if mm. you're used to stresses and stuff like that, then you can't cope rather than just yeah. giving up. Well, I was talking to a guy at work who's moved from Melbourne to Sydney, 
and he's been up there for a few years and he's like, I can't handle the summers. It's too humid. I can't stop sweating. You just can't get used to it. I was like, I'm no expert, but what if you, in winter, put yourself in a sauna once a week and do that once a week through winter, do you reckon, and maybe do some ice bars? This is my theory. Yeah. Because I'm like thinking I'm going to have the same problem because I have a tendency to sweat like a fucking... Like rapist like at a, a rapist. <laughs> yeah, I had to yeah. sweat a lot. Uh, but I'm, but yeah. apart, if you, yeah. because we're so used to being an, a general temperature, when you do get those extremes, it's really hard. Like I found moving away from Tassie, I go and hang out with the boys down there on a winter's night, and they're all standing around t-shirts. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? It's fucking freezing out here. Yeah. Can we go inside? Because, but if you expose yourself to extremes, your body reacts better. So yeah. I'm thinking like saunas. And like well, ice bars or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I reckon that's the key. And he says, oh, well, "I'm not going to do that. You should do it." And I was like, "Maybe <laughs> yeah, I should." Well, but even spending time outside, like that guy, if he's like, "Oh, it's too humid outside," won't go outside and be outside. No, go and sleep like, in the aircon. Yeah, go fuck the aircon off. Yeah, sit outside. Spend the weekend though. outside. Good. You're gonna sweat, but embrace it. Like mm-hmm. that sort of things. And that's what we like. His disciples, these people that follow his techniques, same thing. They did the same test on them and injected him with this virus and they all AIDS was it AIDS it, it wasn't AIDS not was it no. maybe HIV not full blown AIDS not yeah. full blown I think it's the other way syphilis Syph- yeah. yeah fought it off like that now syphilis is nothing on Kentucky tours syphilis is like catching a cold it's a designer designer disease isn't yeah. it yeah. <laughs> someone should be proud to get syphilis yeah. now so what'd you get it's a badge chlamydia I got syphilis wow what's the one that makes you hook up with when do things fall off gonorrhea uh, gangrene. Know, <laughs> well, gonorrhea is another one these days. Gonorrhea is a gateway to gangrene, I think. A gateway yeah. for yeah. sure. Yeah, uh, left untreated. How how good is it that left untreated most most STDs for men are just it's fine. Yeah. Uh, left untreated with women, you become uh, like you can't have babies and things yeah. like that. Population control. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. pretty fucked. Yeah. <laughs> just just got a little bit of syphilis. Nah, it's all right. I'm nah, a dude. It'll be fine. I don't know. But you're safe. Haven't noticed. Haven't noticed at all. But you back back to your mountain climbing. Wim Hof syphilis. <laughs> Wim Hof. Back <laughs> yeah. to Wim Hof and syphilis. Back to your mountain climbing. Um, so you recently climbed Ben Nevis, which ben is Nevis. the highest mm. highest um, peak in the British Isles. The British Isles. Aye. Highest of three. I think there's Snowdon and oh, can't remember the other one. Snowdon's in Wales. No one remembers who came third. But it's, yeah, it's, 13, it's pretty gnarly in winter up there, right? Thirteen hundred uh, meters, yeah, thirteen forty-five meters. I think it's thir- I want to say thirteen fifty. Um, it's not quite there, mate. Thirteen forty-five. I wrote yeah, it down. I think I've got I've done my research. Yeah, but it's, it's not really about the height, though. But it's the it's the latitude because if you take a thirteen forty-five mountain in Tassie or Victoria, yeah. it's like meh. But yeah. up there, you're like that's some fucking cold ass, cold ass. Right, so it says elevation game one thousand three hundred five meters above sea level, but we were already. Like so you start from like climb. 100 metres above yeah. sea level. Yeah, that's yeah. hectic. So, well, like even, so I think it, I'm pretty sure when I, like if you check it online, it's like 1345 or 1350 lot of relief. metres. Yeah. Like a thousand um, To put that in context, uh, Hotham, 1860. Yeah. And Harrietville's like 800 metres. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you, it's a similar... It's not even a it's not. It's, it's like a similar yeah. gain from base to top. I listened to a podcast a couple of years ago about some lady who fell in the middle of winter in a in a fog and spent a couple of nights up up on ben nevis and it sounded yeah. like it's a pretty finale it, in it's winter. the same it's like pretty much everywhere in scotland it can change so quick yeah. and a lot of people caught out because it's such a popular 
tourist spot. Like I went up, so that was when was that July we did it, and at the at the time it was part of a charity thing I did. So I was the West Island Way, which is like from Glasgow in Scotland. You kind of walk through the hills, like through mountains, all this stuff, about ninety six miles to Ben Nevis, and I was meant to climb Ben Nevis at the end of it, and it was a a test. It usually takes people like six days, and I was to do it in under forty eight hours. Yeah. So like I managed the walk, but it was like in November in Scotland in winter, and it was wait 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 wait. I just want to put that. So a six day walk you're trying to do in forty eight hours in winter. Yeah, but again, it wasn't <laughs> okay. it wasn't quite like we had a lot <laughs> right. of snow before that, but it was just like horrendous rain. Like I'd completely underestimate how wet it was going to be. So like the first day I was like eight hours in, and you're kind of walking. It's like quite decent paths. You're kind of come out of the city, and then there's like one big climb into a place called I think it's Balmaha. Um, so you go over this big peak and then down you're over Loch Lomond and then that's when it started getting dark at like so winter time is it Loch Lomond Loch Lomond okay not lake not Loch Loch Um, yeah so I got to there and then it was so it started to get dark at like 4 or 4.30 or something and it started raining then and um, so I was geared up for like cold gear uh, cold weather sorry so taking off and it's maybe coming out I think it's 12 miles or something like that along the loch and it was like uh, just hammering rain and like you're one foot in front of the other can't see a thing you've just got your head torch on getting absolutely splattered by the rain and all this stuff so got kind of most of the way through it um, I think it was like three in the morning I got to like the camp I had, well, I had my parents they were kind of jockeying me they had the like a van that, which is now their camper van but it was like a high top van they'd converted so like met up with them at like three in the morning but the van was like nearly coming off its wheels because of the wind and the rain and all this stuff so I, I get there three in the morning like pretty much hypothermic like soaking wet and I was like no nah, because I was like no nah, don't want to stop don't want to stop just need quickly get something to eat and I've got to crack on but it was like nah this has just been stupid so I had a quick rest the next day it was just like constant like heavy rain and wind and horrible and like one from another started like lagging in pace a bit so I was like right I'm going to start jogging bits um, just to keep warm kind of so but most of it it's kind of pass and it's a lot of cobbled roads and old military roads so I've got like a pack on which only had like a couple of k's like just basic kit yeah. like big heavy boots like that ones are sitting there so I ended up doing myself like damage like shin splints and like my feet were like as if they'd just been put in boiled water pretty much they were knackered trench foot yeah trench foot and then the same like because you're walking so much and like you had under under armors on to keep keep uh, keep warm yeah. um, so end up, like you're chafing and fucking it was horrible when you're walking but if you yeah. started jogging it didn't hurt as much speaking of like leathery Fireman's boots. Yeah, your, that's your ball sack. Would have been uh, well, like an old yeah, more of my thigh gap. My thigh gap. My gooch. Lovely Scottish whiskey. Yeah, the gooch was what I'm, I'm channeling. Yeah. Just so, a quick side note. Trav back on. He has got the leatheriest balls because he gets um, <laughs> shocking, shocking um, ball what? rash from surfing in wetsuits. Very leathery balls. Anyway, continue. What yeah. the fuck was that interlude? That's maybe why he bossed me in the hill because I had to take mm-hmm. my jocks off. Because that's were... right. Oh, his yeah, balls yeah, yeah, for it. never wears no, underpants. But that's no, it. No. Like he can keep going because yeah. of the yeah. leather. And he he taught me to crochet. I'm con- I'm convinced he's crocheted underpants and insists on wearing them because they're free. Like Doesn't matter what he wears yeah. now. It's, he's yeah. got balls of leather. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I've seen them. Woolen crocheted underpants. Two cricket balls. Fucking hell! Alright, gone. Continue. Continue. Yeah, so... Lock Lomond. Uh, yeah, so this is after Lock that. Lomond. Cracking on to this bit. But yeah, again, horrible weather. Like, across a place called, like, Rana Kamur. I think it was that that following night. And it's, like, I think it was nine or nine or ten miles, like, through through the darkness. Like, running in a... Um, it was an old drove road to, like, cobbles. Water's, like, 
from six inches deep the whole way, like wind coming in sideways, like blowing you off your feet and all this. I was like, this is a stupid idea. And then like, again, just had to like, try and crack on, crack on. And then it was the last part of it. So I'd come across the moor into Fort William on the same like cobbled roads. There's a couple of big hills you've got to smash in between, but they were kind of respite because it's not like flat pounding all this stuff. And then got back in and then just couldn't walk at the end of it. I was coming down the section that was meant to come through, through the woods was all closed off. So down like a tarred road. And I'm having it like lunge the whole way down because I can't put weight in my leg because I've I don't know, done shin splints or ruptured something or whatever. And then got to the end. And then, so it was like, it was kind of a big kick in the nuts. Like I'd done the walk, but at the end of that, I was meant to climb. After the 96 miles in 48 hours, I was meant to go straight to climb Ben Nevis. So again, like this big mountain, which Nine, is a task 96 miles at 160 k's. Pretty yeah. much 160 k's yeah. walk in 48 Walking hours on my own through the dark in winter in Scotland. That's that is yeah. What charity was this for? It was for three charities. So it was Macmillan Cancer, which is like they do provide yeah. a lot of care to like uh, cancer care nurses and stuff. Yep. Uh, Cardiac Risk in the Young, which is uh, a charity that tries and gets at young people to get heart scans and stuff. Because I lost a good a good friend, Morgan Evans, yep. just an underlying heart condition. And um, it was supporting Mind Scotland, a mental health charity, kind of based in the north of Scotland. So that was the three main ones. Um, but yeah, so like after that, I think it was like November time. And then because ironically, your heart was probably in trouble, and your mental health was probably in trouble. Yeah, so was, <laughs> yeah. Well, before that, yeah, that was kind of one, one of the main reasons. Like, uh, but um, no, it was good to do. But at the same time, it was like a kicking that's cause. I'd got out. Like, I'd, I was really lucky. I'd, they raised quite a bit of money from like locals and stuff and we had like a big raffle and everything and got kind of people talking about it but couldn't finish the the climb at the end because i'd like knackered myself and then yeah. after that i got kind of ill or like couldn't train because i had um because i stopped training started getting like really sore joints and stuff which i thought was arthritis but it was a a different condition and then it's only the last couple of months i've kind of got the all clear from that really so we had a uh, it was so like, you, you gave all the money back to everyone no we'd got it at this point <laughs> But it, and then it was again. So last month we did back. the did the Ben Nevis <laughs> climb. But I'd said at the time, as like because I didn't do that on the day, my forfeit was to climb Ben Nevis with a thirty kilo pack. Um, and then so we did that. Like for enough. Wait, wait, to, to put that in context, so people that go hiking on an overnight two three day hike, what's your pack? Fifteen kilos is what you. Fifteen is what max. you probably twenty is like too much. A backcountry ski mission with your skis and boots on your back might be twenty. Yeah. four or five and that's fucked yeah. but if you're just hiking with your tent food trangia your 15, 15 kilos for an adult male yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, so that's that's it so yeah. you'd double that yeah like so that's I'd, a fucking heavy pack 30 kilos I'd said I'd said that like was pack. carrying one of his girlfriends up the mountain basically yeah. plus his lunch and her lunch <laughs> Jules me and Jules just Jules on the back <laughs> Julie just, yeah. Julie Bishop on anyway. the back um, yeah. yeah so we did that and then at the, at the time, I was like, right, 30 kilo packs. So I had my base pack, this bag I've got through there. So I had it, like, uh, put all the stuff in it, like, got it perfect. It was 30 kilos exact. But then, also I had my water and everything on top of that. So it was 34 kilos I took to the top, which was another dumb idea. Um, <laughs> but, again, it was for a good cause. Did it, smashed it out, felt great afterwards. Yeah, so man. That was that. That's... But, again, if I, I do recommend if you are going to climb Ben Nevis, do it in the summer, not on a overcast day. Because um, I got to the top, couldn't see anything. But at the same time, you're saying a lassie got lost on Ben Nevis she like fell come. and yeah. I can't remember the whole story but it just describing the weather coming in up there it sounded yeah it's like it sounded seconds it comes yeah. in because many times I've been out and like Cairngorm the sort of ski range in my area like yeah. get to the top of the hill and I think I had my phone out taking a video and within 30 seconds you couldn't see couldn't 10 see. feet in front of yeah. you 
and it was I was lucky because I knew where I was. I hadn't been up there before, but there's like loads of little cairns that yeah. lead you back to safety, kind of. So you could follow that, but but that one at Benev you'd see. So it was like a cobbled path the whole way up, but it's, it gets pretty technical in some sections. And there's all the tourists. They must be selling like cling foam ponchos at the bottom. So there's tourists going up past you in shorts and t-shirt, cling foam poncho, and thongs. Yeah, and you wonder, and they have to get rescued all the time. Oh, and it's yeah. like there's no. It sounds common so sense much like southwest of Tassie because they get yeah. the same thing. Weather comes in like that, mm. and tourists go down there with no idea, and they're getting. My sister's a paramedic with their helicopter Westpac people, and mm. they're just pulling people out all summer long for like sprained ankles. Like someone yeah. will sprain an ankle and and pull an EPIRB because they have no idea what they're fucking doing. Like yeah. they just can't. Anyway, but. Uh, did, what what's Le, Le, sorry what's oh, Lomond? Lomond. 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 Because we have Ben Lomond in Tassie. Yeah, and, and there's a Ben Lomond in Queenstown as well. Yeah, Ben Lomond's yeah. the big one behind Queenstown. I climbed mm. that in winter actually, which is yeah. pretty pretty cool. I would recommend that. But then Ben Lomond's also the big mountain on Heard Island. Oh right, is it? Yeah, because yeah. there's there's Loch Lomond. But what's Lomond mean? I cannot. I should know, but again, mountain maybe. Yeah, I'm not too sure to be <laughs> honest. Um, but there's also a bit. So there's Loch Lomond at the side. If you're going down the side of Loch Lomond, there's a Ben Lomond there also, which is another kind of hike. Um, um are we all googling? We're all ben googling Lomond now. No, no, <laughs> you guys. I'll keep talking about because mine just comes up with mountains in Tassie. I, I caught up with my sister last night. She's on a training course with a, this um, couple of other paramedics and two surgeons and one of the older guy had done some some crazy adventuring like um he'd, he'd done some a mission in south america where he kayaked with skis on on his kayak and went into these mountain ranges and oh, then, yeah. like park rafting kind of yeah but um and but then went skiing from it and we're talking about what what are some what are some of the great adventures that haven't yet to been done and two that we got onto were no one's ever traversed the Antarctic Peninsula successfully, so from one coast to the other. Yeah. Um, I think you got me onto a podcast who, on who, that, that Sydney um, guy who fell down a crevasse and broke every bone in his body. That was on the Extremes podcast. Yeah. But the guy, um, O'Brady, Colin O'Brady, so he did the Antarctic. He crossed the Antarctic. That's a North Pole. Yeah, so he went yeah. across. He went to, no, no, no. He went to the South Pole to the other side. Yeah. So I think far longer, but an easier path. Whereas yeah. I think the Antarctic Peninsula got to go up over mountains. It's a shorter distance. Okay. So yeah. Antarctic's north. No, no, Antarctica. I'm okay, so you got Antarctica, right? right? It's a big yeah. thing. Yeah. But then there's the trailing section of land that goes up South America. That's the Antarctic Peninsula. Ah, gotcha. And you that's can got jump mountain ranges on it. The bottom yeah. of... And apparently no one's Chilling. traversed across okay okay right yeah Insane. that makes sense because i was like no this fucking cunt that i was yeah, no. so to. he crossed he, he yeah. crossed antarctica yep crossed mental yep. and he, he was the first people coast to coast via the south pole but you were talking about yeah, just the peninsula, peninsula which is a far more mountainous traverse right could be wrong about this but yeah. this is no, what look, this, run with it this guy's an adventure he's like a legit adventurer mm-hmm. and he was a heart surgeon or some shit like i was yep. trying to fucking get as much as as i could in the hour i had with him but then we were talking about Heard Island, which has got Ben Lomond. So Heard Island's located, if you draw a, lo- a triangle from Perth to South Africa to Antarctica, it's like right in the middle. Oh, okay. And it's Australian territory and it's got a 3,000... Is that another one of Cook's ones? No one really 
nonsense. Part of it's so too far south. Like you can't. So far south. There's no harbour. Like you can't. You can't. So say if we, we were to There's get a it. reason it's called Hurt Island because that's what happens when yeah. you're trying Herd. to... Hurt. Yeah. Hurt. Hurt. It could be called yeah. Hurt. But if the you... islands next door are French named. McDonald Island. That doesn't sound very that's French. That's very French, yeah. Yeah, pretty French. Is it MC or MAC? Yeah. It could yeah. be American, uh, could be Scottish, but, could be Irish. But he was saying you can't... So if we were to build ourselves a yacht or get a hold of a yacht, you can't take a yacht down there because there's no safe harbour. So you basically need a, a ship and then a runabout to getting there to drop you off yeah and people have been there and people have climbed it but the other one he was saying is the highest mountain in australian territory in antarctica has never been climbed and i'm not sure what that one's called but there's two challenges there that on and they're all fucking miles away they're in antarctica boats to get there and time and money i think it's probably doing stuff far away from like safety or like help or getting your resources in. Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd yeah. much. You could just go and see you did it. No one's gonna fucking know where they. Just go there. Yeah. Fucking come I back in a few, couple of weeks and then just hours. be like, how many people do you think in like the seventies just said they did things? Because now you could say, here's my coordinates on my GPS. Yeah, yeah. But proof. did you check in on Facebook? Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> but there must be some some it's guys. Like, yeah, yeah, I went to the South yeah. Pole and just went and hung out with penguins for a couple yeah, of months. Yeah, pretty much. Just chilled out and then yeah. The, the, the other islands near Heard Island this is known as the French Southern and Antarctic Lands, and there's a hell French names here that McDonald I'm not going to try Island? and pronounce. Yeah. yeah, it's Heard and McDonald Island yeah. next to each other. But the other ones that are like hundred k's away, uh, Port en Français and Port Jean d'Arc. Jean of Arc. No, that that name. Jean of Arc. Jean. Mm. That 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 place. Yeah. So they're close. To there, but it's oh, either way. Jock. It's Jock. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's Kevin. Yeah, it's pretty much it's Kevin. You. Kevin uh, of Ark. Fucking shit, man. <laughs> it's Kevin of Ark. There. Oh, what kind of name that one is? Yeah. 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 <laughs> they're um. Either way, it's it's like four thousand seven hundred k's from here. But it's you're right. They're miles away. I'd much rather scale one of those than go and do Everest just to say you've done Everest. Like that Colin O'Brady was saying that K2 is a way more technical climb for a mountaineer than climbing Everest. But you could probably then, think of a thousand more technical climbs or two, th- ten thousand more technical Mount climbs in Antarctica. Like, yeah, like, anything. I reckon the same amount of people climb Mount Cook as Everest. Probably, every year. yeah. Well, it's not... It's a crazy... But they only have, what was it, um, 200 and... 250 to 300 passes to climb Everest every year. And then yeah. a couple of years ago, they closed it due to avalanches. And then there was like a few attacks from Tibet or something, There's something going on, but like they don't have many passes to go and climb those. Every Apparently year. They, they're, they're saying that they're giving too many passes from the Nepalese side and it's causing like this year, cause there's only a couple of days. You saw the f- photos of, yeah, yeah, people of just people just lining up, but hectic. from the Tibetan side, they, they're a bit more, um, they don't give as many passes out, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Would you Would you want to do it? Do you actually want to do? Would you hey, want to do to Everest? No, I went to none at all. Not at all. I went to base camp and yeah. looked at the ice fall, and it's just like f- fuck, like going up into that valley, and there's some some entry level peaks you could climb, and it would be yeah. really cool to test yourself at those altitudes. But I would much prefer to scale lower altitude mountains and ski down them yeah. than to go up to that sort of height where you're basically not supposed to live. Like, 
Yeah. To go to Everest Base Camp is a struggle. And then but, to and But not to say that you not to say that you like done it. Just like I no. did Everest. I climbed Everest. I think I'd like to do it if no one you know, it's an achievement in terms of like it's a people haven't done it sort of thing. But I don't know. I, I don't yeah, it doesn't interest me now, especially looking at the way that people do it with having Sherpas and there's a big fucking line. Like, it doesn't seem like a thing to do. I'd rather do a mountain that was half the size with no one around. Yeah, I think... To do that. Because the thing is, so like, much you, 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 the three of us could say, all right, let's climb Everest in two years' time and we'll get pay a hundred grand, get a guide, and they'd probably drag us up there. Yeah. yeah. But, like, wouldn't you rather, like gain skills like mountaineering skills and gain a crazy amount of fitness doing whatever other thousand peaks in the world yeah. and fuck Everest rather than get the yeah, fucking like, scouts badge I've learned the scouts that's, I mean it's not a it's not an achievement to your mountaineering credibility it's how much coin you've got in your back pocket yeah. to get I, to pay to pay someone basically to, as you say to drag you up which is easy for us to say because we're not climbing Poor anything cunts. but I always thought like I've when when I did the base camp, I was reading a lot of like uh, Himalayan mountaineering books, and it's like it's fucking sick and it's gnarly. Yeah. Like people climbing, um, yeah, like K K two and Annapurna is the crazy one. Like yeah. that's the one that that people struggle with and people die on a lot. But um, like it's it gets you g'd up to do it. But I just wonder, like, if you become like an amazing mountaineer, can you just climb another way up Everest and not worry about Going up the fixed ropes with everyone, can you just yeah, like? Yeah. Hoof I feel up, like there's two, a different way. two ways, and the rest of it's. I think people have climbed some crazy routes, yeah. but pretty sketchy. Are yeah. there more than two? Well, there's like there's the main one that everyone does, the main one from Tibetan Nepal, side. and then the main one from Tibet. Yeah, but there's there's other routes up there, but they're Surely. just the main ones that have people that the Sherpas go and fix lines up. Yeah, yeah. Like people but, have definitely gone up, like, but then just like walking, two people with a rope tied yeah. to each other, and because yeah, they're okay. maniac. Mountaineers yeah, with crazy fitness, they've climbed all sorts of routes up there, and you don't have to worry about the people. Yeah, walking. The idea is that like you walk the ridge because walking at that altitude is fucking hard. Let alone climbing, yeah, is way harder. So like, there's only a very limited people that could actually do any kind of climbing at that altitude. Yeah, you'd have to have lived um, there for years to get like to climatize the altitude yeah. and then build up your fitness from. Yeah, it was interesting just being up at base camp height and then we went up we did a did you feel it we oh, fuck man cooked? like on the way up yeah you f- it's fucked what like, altitude oh yeah um everest base camp is f- fuck dude man like f- high five thousand meters i think fuck yeah okay so so, m- so miles above like, anything if you just walk been. straight yeah. to base camp there's a good yeah. chance you'll die so you have to okay. like you you have to um go and spend and, yeah. and do some acclimatizing hikes but once once we got to base camp we did a we climbed over the to the next valley over so we went a bit higher than base camp into the Gokyo valley which is fucking amazing and we crossed um crossed the Gokyo glacier and climbed Gokyo Re and but that was probably like four days later that we climbed even higher to Gokyo Re yeah. and by that time yeah, I'm starting to feel like like really Better. good. Yeah. And then you go down on your way down, just like fuck, I feel so fit. Like <laughs> um yeah. so, it, but it's those that first couple of weeks 
brutal. Like, how, how long did you spend at base camp? Oh, oh, base camp like half an hour. No, but, but but isn't that but altitude? Ah, uh, yeah. So the 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 little settlement before base camp, we just spent two nights there. I think. We went to base camp and I was I ran back from base camp to the little town with one of the Sherpa kids because I was like, yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. And he was hammering. So I was like, got a jog on and we jogged back together and I got back and I got this fucking splitting headache. And I was like, fuck, I've cooked it. I'm going to die. Dude, that's crazy. Like, So base camps, I just looked it up, 5,380 yeah. meters. That's huge. That's and so high. We did... Uh, the mountain pass you know what it was it's I shouldn't talk it up that much because lots of people do there's a fucking hundreds of people up there and they're slow and unfit like anyone can do it you just do it slowly do you reckon Jules Bishop and I could go on a holiday there you could yeah take Jules maybe in a couple of years She'd be she right. Maybe even a couple she of looks years. fit as well. I, I took still, my mum up and she's around. older than Julie, but she she Jules? struggled with it mainly okay. because well why she's old, but she wouldn't she didn't like the food. So we're like walking you know, long distances every day and oh, she's like eating a, in the car a boiled egg <laughs> and eating fucking nothing. So she it, she struggled. My dad, same age in his 60s, he smashed it. He was fine. Um, Mel came. She smashed it. She was fine. Like, But then on our way down, we passed the Australian rugby team. Two of them got helicoptered out because from altitude sickness because I think they've landed... Um, thinking we're athletes, we can smash this. Yeah. Yeah. Tried to smash it, and you can't. Like, yeah, you got to. If you don't acclimatize, you yeah. fuck yourself up. And they got airlifted out. Yeah. It was like I, I'm no rugby fan, but it was like we walked past them, and I knew who these people were. It's like, yeah, Izzy Falau, he's found God. Yeah, I don't he's know. Like, I'm so close been there. To this God. is before Izzy Falau <laughs> started like hating on the gays. But um, <laughs> I think Maddie Johns was one of them, one of the commentators. That's old ago, surely not. But, surely, oh, he was there as a support, Maddie Johns. Yeah, no, it was like surely. a group of commentators, all the guys you know okay. from yeah. rugby TV. But like, fuck, yeah. I don't watch it. Yeah. You know, like one thing, like moving, Melbourne's AFL mad. Yeah. And it, it pissed me off. As I've, I was kind of thinking like, if Melbourne didn't have AFL, a lot of people would commit suicide because that's all they've got. Like people at work. Just froth it. Froth AFL. That's all they've got. They've got their yep. team. Got your yep. team. Fucking Hawks. But if yep. that didn't exist, that'd be fucking people killing themselves everywhere, I reckon. But um, get to Sydney and it's rugby. Like, there's no AFL on the TV. It's just rugby. And and I'm biased, but rugby's, rugby's Mate, shit. I give AFL a lot of shit, but I'd much rather sit down on a Friday night and watch a bit of AFL. Oh, my God. That's probably like in the same NRL. Uh, what the fuck? Same NRL. Same as my home. Like we've like, got soccer, football, whatever the fuck yeah. you call it, back home, and rugby. But I'd, like nine times ten, I'd rather watch rugby than football or soccer because it's just bollocks. So- soccer's boring. Rugby. Yeah, what do you think? Like, right, so compare, many fucking pretentious arseholes. Compare AFL to NRL, and so soccer's obviously crap. Yeah, and then rugby. Like well, how, where does where does AFL as a like non bias like you coming in and you've seen a bit of AFL, you understand it? Yeah, no, like I'd, what do you reckon? I'd happily, well, I'd, yeah, it's a good sport. It's the same as like uh, you know they have the the, the Gaelic football yeah. in, the, in the AFL. Like we do the same, we do shinty hurling, which is like the oh. Irish, Irish and the Scottish. Have you ever seen shinty? Nope. Shinty yeah. is this fucked up. It's you one can of the oldest sports this in the world. Fucked so, up Scottish sport. People, you, if you it, YouTube it, it, you get fed this fucking, it's use, fucking useless nuts. like 
it's what nuts. Was it? It's like Scottish music in the background. It's like from a from the Highlands. From the Highlands comes, comes a religion called looks Shinty, like, and they looks made like it look field really hockey shit. to me. Just from well, that's what it no, came from. It's me. like this paddles. I, I used to be good looking until I started playing Shinty. I've had like what thirty odd stitches in my face alone. How's that? that? <laughs> well, you know, I just sort of <laughs> let explain, it out. Like, explain like the stick that you use. Like the well, it is. It's, so like it's fucking golf, nuts. Golf, field hockey, ice hockey, all came from Shinty. Is it yeah. one of the sports in the world? So you, it's the same as. Um, so you imagine like you know. Uh, golf clubs have got oh Jesus Christ we fuck oh you did I just spill scotch on the you couch spilled scotch on my phone never mind your couch uh, uh, I was trying to get out I've tried to climb the couch I'm like a retard I'm, I'm piss. Oh, sorry you can't well say done. retard can you you can say they call them scopies now bloody content. retard as in something that's a bit slower than it should be well, he is slower than he should and be and he spilt so this will be the second phone you've killed first one was uh, C. Kike in Tasmania yeah, yeah not long got this one fixed actually um, yeah, both water-based. But yeah, so Shinty is like Scottish national sport, and it doesn't get enough credit, to be honest, because, again, back in the day, when they outlawed bagpipes and tartan and whatnot, like Shinty took a, a back seat. It's still pretty... It's, well, they outlawed it. Yeah, like it, was, it wasn't a thing. You weren't allowed to do it, because it was a sign of rebellion and whatnot between Against the... Against the, the English, or... Yes, English. After um, the Battle of Culloden and stuff like that, they were like, right, you're not allowed to wear tartan, you can't play the bagpipes... And they shipped everyone off the clearances. And then it, they started to come back. One of the other kings or something like that was like, now I'm going to have a show of kind of respect towards the, the Scottish people. So he started yeah. wearing kilts. And then he's like, no, I want everyone to come out and wear a kilt. So it kind of came back. But like, so Shinty, it's a, how you would have different um, golf clubs. Like you've got your, your three iron, four iron, five, like how they've got different shapes like for hitting the ball higher. Right. So it's the same. A Shinty club is basically like a triangle shape at the end. And a long stick made of wood, like laminated wood, and the ball is a uh, like you know a tennis ball's got the same shape. It's got the white ridges on it. Yep. But these are made of like leather, where the ridges are quite high, mm. and it's played like so. It's a field sport. So you got goals at either end, twelve aside. Aim, aim of the game is to get the ball in the net. And that's a that's a point or a goal, um, but it's like full contact. So full you, contact. if you imagine you're taking a golf swing, I can run in, block you, shoulder barge you, take the ball, whatever. Can't hit me with a stick though. Not officially but say you stood like the ball was at your feet it was in between your feet and i can see the ball i can swing through as long as i make contact with the ball it's all right but i've had like that like, i didn't play at the top level played a few games mainly second string is there a pro I've league had. not it's not a professional sport like there is a there's maybe i think there was one kind of guy that was like classed as a professional shinty player because yeah. he was employed by the the camera association um but it's not. It's an amateur sport. Played like mainly played in the Highlands. Islands. We've got a few kind of lower line teams. There is a team in Melbourne actually. But what? we uh, yeah, when we were there, we got in touch with them and says, "Oh, we're guys from Scotland want a game." They, they never play, they never play, play against on. themselves. Well, they must do, but because the the Irish side, the GAA, that do the the um, the hurling ladies camogie and the Gaelic football. Like we end up playing hurley. Me and one of my mates for this guy I worked on site. And it was like, it's that massive thing. They've got proper leagues and everything, like, really good at it. But Shinty's just, like, non-existent kind of... Um, but, yeah, so, no, I should check it out. It's a good sport. Yeah, look, let's start a start up a Shinty league. Mm. It looks fucked up. It looks crazy. Yeah, no, you'd love it, actually. Mental, if you're into, like, AFL and stuff. Kind like, of like, what's... Um, lacrosse. Uh, lacrosse, yeah, yeah. yeah a bit like lacrosse. Like, people that play lacrosse. So running golf. Nuts. I was talking to someone today about golf. growing up playing field hockey in Tassie and my memory of it is just having to be 
outside in the middle of winter at 7am yeah. at the hockey field and thinking, fuck this sport. I don't want to do it. It's Isn't more like ice AFL? hockey, but on grass. Did you ever grass. play AFL? You, I've seen I, you kick a football and it doesn't look like you played a lot nah, of AFL. Nah, Because I, I, I got onto basketball early. Oh, and, that's a winter sport, and like, right? I, uh, well, fuck, it's all year round. But it's indoor. I, I, don't, they, I don't think my parents wanted me to play AFL. And I had a bit of a... I had a knack for basketball and I was... I, I, they can't. For, you know, because growing up in Tassie, it was easy to... Play indoor sport. You thought, yeah, indoor play indoor sports, sport, fuck, yeah. for sure. Like, like I already realised, fuck, hockey is too cold. Yeah. Basketball, tennis, basketball. I liked. Yeah. And, you know, it's a small pond, so you, you feel like you're pretty good until you come over to Victoria <laughs> to play and just get whooped. <laughs> Not even that. The, the Hobart, so I represented uh, South Hobart, I think under 15s, so Southern Tasmania, and we got play the Northern teams, and they're super organised up there. North Hobart. She got fucking whooped. So, no, by, and like, Launceston, Devonport, oh, okay. Burnie. He got there and just got whooped and like fuck, like that's, and then again we went to Melbourne to play in like under 17s and and got whooped again. That's it's smashed. just like levels to this shit. But, um, yeah. MVP grade 12 Claremont College. So, yeah, you know. gone. Shout out. <laughs> yeah. Did you get a badge? I've got the, I got a trophy. Fuck I, you. Yeah, you did. Is it? Yeah, I got a trophy. Um, <laughs> trophy shelf at my parents' place. There's there's just a couple one. of couple of. Is your phone working? <laughs> Don't know. Probably not. Fuck. It's all right. Clean on students. What, where are we at here? Well, I, I don't know how long we've been talking for, but do you want to jump into some 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 bar snacks? I don't have any bar snacks. No Callum's bar... my bar snack. I've brought him along. He's a live bar snack and he's live bought us bar his snack. bar snack's just, just I... like a quick subject, just to just a quick back and forth. I'll give you a quick subject. This scotch, I'm not sure the more booty and the more fireman like it is the better but whatever that if that's the case then this is a really just, good scotch just, I just realise that the bottle we have is a litre I was thinking it was like a 70 yeah, ounce no, we're doing a... pretty well but that's a litre We've there's half of that gone yeah it's in, a fucking in the time that it's taken us to strong scotch I'm going <laughs> to talk about this I've got a little holiday next week to Bali 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 uh, in Tangs and I was just thinking in, I'm going to uh, stock up oh, that's the wrong language Bali Bagus um Salamat Pagi. Uh, bagus, bagus. Tolong Bon. <laughs> tolong Bon. Permissi Tolong Bon. Fucking hell, you're going to have to learn Indonesian right. again. Uh, you're going. I've got... Uh, man, I've written some random shit down here. Jesus. This, this is actually from a few weeks ago. I just think, what about surfing as an Olympic sport? Thoughts? Yeah. Good idea, thoughts. bad idea. I've got thoughts on this. Exciting, fucked for the Olympics because not every Olympic yeah, company has every, a coast. Yeah, not every country. And would what about the Winter Olympics? So Jamaica has a bobsled team. We have the yeah. one Dries and the one Junior. Yeah, yeah, yep, true, true. It's a bit wave pools. In, in twenty years, it won't matter. In twenty years, it won't matter. Ten years, it won't matter. It's this your bar snack? Did you want to just you just Mate, deliver? I'm just, I'm just, it's a monologue, isn't it? Go. No, you I didn't thinking of this to retort. He's got, my he's my my pre retorting. My general reaction to anything you say is to counter it. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even said it yet. Sorry, surfing in the Olympics was surfing in the Olympics. Like uh, all have, of the all have, of the obvious things. Surfing in the Olympics, do they not? What? Nah, surely not, mate. Surely not. Sure? No I can way. hope not. Nah, I mean, they got sailing. They've got sailing. No. Not kite surfing, sorry, 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 windsurfing. Ooh, is that not in the Olympics? No, not the so much the style points, but it's not like racing. Racing, like around. don't know. There's a lot of sailing in, so it could there's be sailing. There's but definitely I'm just sailing. Windsurfing is if, if they're running a course, they're not like trying to get points as you would. Could be. Do you it think? Have a look. Callum Shinty has more place in the Olympics than surfing. Uh, I would like it to be because it's far more entertaining than watching fucking pissy 
field hockey. Far more technical, yeah, far more enjoyable because it's a contact. Windsurfing has been one of the Olympic sailing events at the Summer Olympics since 1984. Windsurfing. Well spotted. Windsurfing. A race. Yeah, good. Okay, good. You know what? If windsurfing is in the Olympics, then whatever. So yeah. it should be. Windsurfing. But again, I think it's, like, as you say, in 20 years' time, it's possible. But at the moment, if you think, like London had the Olympics, they, where the hell have you got a good we're surf all, break in we're all, close to London? The fucking, there's a more ocean on the Jersey. planet than anything else. Like Jersey. That's in the UK. I think it, yeah, but I think it needs to be like, because again, you, you have to, to have fair. somewhere you can watch it as well. Like, it's not it was a good fair. Surf, None of this shit's fair. Yeah. Like, none of these sports are fair. Some countries have more money than others. Mm. And they have more people, they do better. Australia has more coast than well, others. Well, it we were talking about? We do day. better than... Uh, speed walking. Is it speed Nepal. walking? Oh, yeah, That's walking. an Olympic sport. Walking. Yeah, that should the, be the fucking so fundamental Olympic yeah, sport, should be, yeah, No, should, that's it. We all do it. And, like, yeah, but who's it's meant the best to be, at this? It's, it's meant to be a niche market. Like, it's meant to be something that not best, everyone does. No, but, How many people like, do you know do it's a not to, no, 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 it's supposed to be who's the biggest, the fittest, fastest, strongest... What is it? Fastest, strongest... Have you ever seen your mother Highest, fastest, stronger or some shit from... My mum would fucking kick ass walking. She is flat chat around Chadston. She is flying. I'm thinking... Flying. Here's the Olympics really comes down to running, right? Everyone can run, but then they figured out the Africans run faster than everyone else, so they start putting all these other fancy sports in so that some other whiteies can win, and that's where we end up with surfing. Some that's other whiteies. That's can how we win. got there. The the walking <laughs> side of things. I feel like basically, South Africans basically couldn't get to back, the Olympics back in the first, day, so the whiteies won it the yeah, first few years. They it's kind of like. If you look at the um, New Zealand rugby team thirty years ago, there's all the these whiteies trying to do the, the trying to do the haka. The they didn't know what the fuck was going on. It's like this will scare life. them. The 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 Maoris do it. Yeah. Oh, fucking! It's very Irish dancing style. Like, oh fuck it, we uh, we lost. And then all of a sudden they let the Maoris play and they won. So surfing in the Olympics, surfing races. In the Olympics. No, <laughs> it's shit, Olympics. It's shit. It's shit because not every country can compete in a level it's good because in the future potentially they are what I'm fucking excited about surfing the Olympics is that the best surfer of all time by miles and miles and miles Kelly Slater has just entered the ISA the USA team for the ISA comp in in Japan in September which means he can qualify for the Olympics that's the only reason but so if you are in the top 10 in the WSL, which yep. is the tour, the top two from your country will make it into the Olympics no matter what. But I think it's clarified by saying you have to enter the ISA. You have and to have an Kelly ISA point. Slater, 47 yep. years old. Is best surfer of all time. Best surfer of all time, but he's old as fuck. Unquestionable. Yeah, he's, doing, yep. he's eighth. There's two Americans above him. One of them blown his knee out. So he will... I reckon it's enough to inspire him. He's not. There's no way he can win a gold medal. This, he, I thought this he is can't what have been a professional for. athlete, like or been paid in that sport to be That's, an Olympian. Boxing has this grey area. No, but I thought it was all that. No, like that, the football when they play the soccer. That, like that you can't have been. You can't have been a no, Premier League every cunt That's not a thing. That's football. not a thing anymore. I'm pretty sure it used to be. The boxing uh, was a it's still meant to be an amateur competition. Though. You're meant to be amateur. Athlete. Yeah, but what's the fucking point of having the Olympics if but everyone's amateur? Like our Aussie George, team What about the dream team? USA yeah, dream in every sport. The World Cup or the European League. No, but in the, every the Aussie sport like that is at the Olympics, the Australian government pays them to do that thing. Hey, yeah, they don't, they may not pay LeBron the James 
will play for the USA. Yeah. He would be the highest paid athlete in the world. I think he's classed as professional. I don't think it's a thing anymore. They they got rid of that some time mm-hmm. ago. But it used to be, yeah, you wouldn't turn pro as a boxer until you went and fought in the Olympics. Oh. And that's Andy's just done a boxing... <laughs> I'd like to fight you. Montage. I'd like to fight you on that boxing impersonation. Yeah. I will like, he's like you. old, old English boxing. I'd just be worried that my... My knuckles and end up shiny to punching your head. I wouldn't actually. If we were going to fight, I'd pretend we're going to do this, but I'll be straight down to the legs. Just no one can hear you because you don't have a microphone on your lapel. Would you? Would you fight me? Yeah. In a with 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 headgear and boxing gloves. Uh, I wouldn't want to box you, but if it was like an MMA fight, I'd have a crack. You'd rather fight me in MMA than boxing. Yes. To be fair, he's only going to give you body shots because he can't reach your chin. Because I don't have like MMA than boxing. Yep. Okay. Because once you get tangled up on the ground, yep. you can outlast. Yep. So say you get me in a headlock on the ground. You're done. If you get no, me in say, a headlock, but no, I'm but done. Say if, yeah. Unless you've got me in a full yeah. chokehold. If yeah. you've got me around there, I can hold on to that arm, right? Yeah. For quite some time. Yeah, sure. And, and potentially tire you out. Yep. And the only reason I... Like, I don't think I could beat you in a fight, but I think one in... Five, I could, and the only reason I say this is I beat, I tapped Adam Ballard out in yep. a wrestling match. He's one bigger night. than you. He's fucking huge. Yeah, and I tapped him out in a wrestling fight, and he had just wrestled Tate, who's also huge. So he was tired. Yeah, yeah. but he's fucking. He hits the gym. He's yeah. three yeah. inches yeah. taller than me, and I tapped him out because Tate came up to me, and he's like, "Right, keep low. If he gets you, just just outlast because he'll get tired, and as soon as he gets tired." Choke him out. <laughs> and we're all pissed in the landing floor. So I was like, I got low, I got low. And um, we're going out, got out. He got me in a headlock and I just held his arm, held his arm. And as soon as I felt him getting tired, I fucking sprung him, got round behind him, whoop, headlock and tapped him out. And I've, I was like, I will never fight you again, Adam. That's it, retire. Right. So now that you've given me the tactics. But it doesn't matter that you know the me? tactics. But, okay, so what, why would I, then I'll just stand away from you and box you? Yeah, you, you can only box me arms. if I come to you. But I'm then gonna, it's on points, right? I just land Who won on points? You only get a point if you connect. It's not points, them. mate. This is a fight to the death. If you're yeah, not it's, fighting, it's boxing. It's to the death. All right, boxing. So, on points. I think you've got longer arms than me. You would get more points head, than me. The headgear um, is actually makes it worse. Look, I well, it's would, easier to hit you I would box you in boxing rules. The only thing is... You'd get more points than me, I reckon. No, I'm convinced you would, because the longer you arms... Would, yeah, like, but you would hit harder. I would end up with more concussion than you. So I would have to knock you out. I'd win by knockout, or you'd win on points. Let's look. Let's do the just, arms. Let's do the arms. <laughs> just uh, just the, for the, reference, just there... The, what was the it? Oh, you're screwed, was. You. What, what even is this you're doing? Stand in front of each other with your hands outstretched, yeah, seeing you can hit closest. I'm like two inches. Yeah, oh, so just, uh, <laughs> two inches and your arms are short too. Every time I go to punch you, you would have already connected with my head. Just, just go, just time my right. Yeah, but think, think about, think about Mike Tyson. He just got low, got low body shots, uppercuts. That's what you want. You don't want straight punching. Let's definitely fun we're fighting. Fight. Okay, <laughs> next podcast next will be podcast. a live stream of Was and Andy knocking fuck out. I'm each other. tall, yeah, but I'm okay. narrow. Um, it's if you rich. want, if okay. you want one for reference, uh, Anthony Joshua, big Who's massive that? guy. Uh, he's a English fighter. Yeah. He's an Olympic champion, an absolute unit. And he fought a guy. Was it Andy Louise, Andy Ruiz, 
American guy, oh, wee Mexican guy, massive yeah. beer belly, does not look an athlete whatsoever, and he creamed him. He creamed him. Did you say Absolutely that? Creamed him. So who's was it? An- Anthony Joshua. And he's, um, he's just he's like a he's a friggin' animal. No, no ripped. Oh right, beast. Okay. Absolute Adonis. And this like chubby American guy, uh, chubby Mexican guy. Yeah, fucked him Chopped up. Him. Absolutely right. smashed him. Great. Well, let's do it then. So had the let's have a boxing. Yeah, yeah but what a put that down on the podcast. Too. I'm keen. The only thing is, because right. I'd listen to a lot of Rogan podcasts and he goes on and on about head injuries from... Yeah, but you only do it once. Yeah, but how many hits in the head am I going to take? Do you know how many games of AFL I've played? Like, I'm well ahead of you on hits to the head. Mm. I've been knocked Miles out ahead. once. I don't know. I had to wear a helmet playing junior footy. Because you're so fucking the... and your mum made you. The doctor said he's not allowed to play. <laughs> helmet high vis at all times. I was like, right, put it on. It just oh, made me go harder. Still... How many times have you been unconscious from a hit to the head? Playing uh, since I've turned 20. No, since not that you I can were born. Remember. None. None that I can remember. How's that sound? <laughs> <laughs> What's that from again? I would yeah, say you've had more concussions than me. I reckon I've had plenty. I reckon I've had three or four in my life. Oh, I'm on easy half a dozen more. <laughs> Ten? Ten. A ten. Yeah, you're good. Except I might kill you with one punch. Yeah, <laughs> you might just a knuckle to the temple and I'll sit down, drop. How the fuck yeah, do we get plenty talk about surfing in the Olympics? I want to see Kelly Slater surfing in the Olympics. Olympics. We should fight yeah. each other. Yeah, <laughs> well, seems I'm like keen. a fair trade. Let's do it. I'd do it, but controlled, controlled situation. Yeah, well, three rounds. Yeah, three rounds headgear. I'm keen. We we, we are approaching right. the end, but can I just can I get us? Pre, pre-podcast, we were just talking about, for some reason, one of the most popular pornography on the internet at the moment is his step, step-sister, step-brother, step-father step step brother, um, step porn. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Look, anyone, really? anyone that knows anything knows that. <laughs> anyone that's read today's... Uh, so the question is, Australian free press, what are the know. benefits of dating your sister? Callum, go. You can chip in for birthday and Christmas presents for your parents don't you do that anyway (laughs) (laughs) why do you you have to be shagging to do that no because if you were going out with if you were your girlfriend you'd probably have to get one with your girlfriend yeah no if you because you're right was I chip in okay so you're saving on getting one with your girlfriend yes because your girlfriend but you don't always chip in with your siblings like you might organise something but you you never buy a separate yeah. present if you're in a relationship from you and your girlfriend. It. So it's a good point. I think yeah. it's. I think it's valid. Well, understand. obviously you're from Tassie, so you're fucking defending yeah. this point very heavily. Yeah, I haven't bought a present in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you. My sister Around buys the circle, them all. You have to go next then. Um, say if you you're not keen on having children, then it's a really good excuse not to because they might turn out a bit weird. Yeah, I'd Red say in counter that, you know exactly what your kids are going to turn out like. Yeah, like. Well, do you like like you guys except a bit different? Yeah, I think you do. You look at mum, dad, and your sister, and you'd be like, "Well, it's definitely going to be not fall far from this tree, is it? Your, it's going to fall very did, directly yeah, but, but under this stone, tree." But you, what would it look like? You're assuming that it's, it's like so let's let's if it was a Hepworth, you, it's going to be have a good fucking looking kids, good looking kids. No, but that's what you assume. Big beard. But you're basically going to take all the bad traits of the Hepworths. And then fucking pulverising into some abomination. Is that how nature. incest works? It's not good. I know it's not good. You know, I, I, I take your word for it. Because look, I, I agree I that I think you would make great children. Your sister has made great children. I don't think the two of you would make great children. 
just based on science. Yeah, right. they'd have well, strong I'll, teeth. I'd say. I'd st- I'll st- mainly. You'd be lucky to have. Tristan, you'd be lucky to have a face. You. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be all chebs, all chebs. I skip this round. I say anyway, I have good looking. Take kids. that, good looking kids. According to was. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Christmas. You don't have to decide whose parents to visit. Yeah. You just visit... Yeah. So, yeah because that, visit especially if you're from different states or different countries, mm. that's it. Like, every year you have to decide whose parents are we going to visit this year. I'm that's confused. Are we, what's the, are the benefits of dating your, your sister? sister? Your sibling. Sister, not your stepsister. Well, stepsister, sister, whatever. It's the well, same. I think there's... No, I don't think it is no. the same. Oh, okay. Because that's what the porn's about. Well, I said sister. We said stepsister is the porn. I said sister, just to make it a bit more awkward. And then you've said you're going to have good... Oh, right. Okay. (laughs) Make it a bit more Tasmanian. (laughs) Okay. But anyway, um, so I've said Christmas visitations. Yeah, Christmas. Christmas visitations. But Callum, we actually missed you there. Okay, the benefits of dating your sister. Yes. Or brother. Or brother. We're not not against that. If you don't have any sisters, but we've all got sisters. So let's run with it. Is that it? We ran out of benefits, um, I think. Yeah, I'm to say. <laughs> Seems about it's right. It's not really something we... you think <laughs> about often, to be fair. No, no, but, you like, know, I don't know what it's like we, in, we, down we, in the, Tasmania. It's but, um, okay if there's no benefits. Yeah. We could it's probably say better that this if there's no benefits. The least benefits we've found. Um, oh, the, no, no, no. The, the family tree, uh, drawing the family tree becomes more simple. Simpler family tree. Simpler family tree. Graphs to go off on. What about like those tangents? You know, when you. At a party with your yep. with your partner, and they're like, oh, how did you guys meet? It's like a really interesting story. No, it's easy. Yeah, it's like we, we met in the womb. We met when I was born. Yeah, she was <laughs> there. She was there yeah. waiting. You were there. I was there. Yeah. Our worlds collide. So look, we're finding more benefits. Um, I've got another one. Um, uh, no, no, yet. <laughs> Go on. Yes, you do. He does, but it's just hey, look, sinister. Look. I'll edit it out if it's too sinister. <laughs> He's got one. He's got. <laughs> no, uh, He's got, right. got me a Marlin. So, what, yeah, okay. obviously you you already know each other's parents. You don't have to do that awkward, like... Meet the parents. Oh, meet the parents yeah. I would counter that by saying, it's more awkward. <laughs> yeah. You're doing what now? Well, like, what Mom, happened was... Yeah, both of you say, I want you to meet my new partner. And then you both turn up, oh, where are the partners? We're the partners. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. No, this is the benefits of... But you've just don't said a benefit. Negative. I just counted yeah. your benefit. No, it's a benefit. Okay, it's a benefit. Okay, so it might be a benefit. benefit. There's right, less okay. people right, to benefit. introduce. It's your turn. I don't. I can't think of anything. I've never oh, thought about this. Fucking oh, weird. don't tell oh, us that. Oh shit! Not a business. We know what it's shit like up in Ben Nevis. Ben Nevis. Cold and fucking... <laughs> what? Give us one more. Give us one I'm more. One think. more benefit. One benefit of dating just your sister. Stop trying um, to stop visualizing your sister <laughs> naked oh, and just try and think of it <laughs> from a more practical dating, way. Just dating, visualizing dating. his sister. That's a problem. That's heavy chat. Sister, right now. I know. I've met both of your sisters, so fucking play easy. Both of my sisters. Well, not yours. Both of oh, his. We all have sisters here. Yeah. yeah. Who we respect yeah. a lot. Yeah. Older sisters? Older, two years older. Oh, we've all yeah. got older all sisters. Got older yeah. sisters. Yeah. Oh, no wonder we're Maybe. fucking everyone squirming in their seat right now. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Family Spotify. Family Spotify Family to the people. Spotify. So you've got a message oh, in. Be- benefit of. You can share to Spotify. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Legally. Yeah, good. Good throwback. You got an extra one to give away, you know. Well, I've got one to give away, and yep. I say if you go and comment, give us a, a rating. It doesn't have to be five star; it can be one star. But leave your email, be five and star. I'll, I'll sign you up. But we got one. 
on on the podcast app and no one uses that and it's of no use to us so and that was from schlong big schlong John something schlong. i don't want i don't want big schlong yeah he's not getting any of his playlists or yeah. hers or her or big schlong hunters so look will jack put it next or week big schlong sister who then relationship with. yes yeah. yeah so next week just all you got to do jump on podcast on your iphone leave a five-star review chuck your email there and i'll sign you up for a free spotify it's that and Easy. you will also recall that we said, was it's your turn to choose a song because I always choose a song. And you've struggled with this job. Can I have another minute while we do what's frothing, got you frothing to find okay. a song? But I, uh, what has got you frothing this week, Callum? Uh, what's got me frothing is, I think I've, I've recently retired yes. for the fourth time. We talked um, about this in the last tonight. four years. Nice. So now I'm just frothing being back in beautiful Australia. Um, and yeah, next few weeks going over to New Zealand for some mad adventures, and yes. back here for some more adventures, and then ages to... away from your sister. So you're basically yeah, frothing on just getting away from your sister. Yeah, just not having to work for a living yep. for the next couple of months. So we talked about trying to become an adult, and you fall off the wagon. Yeah, and, just go, I've, and I've it's not good. Great it's a good at being thing. an adult. No yeah. one, no, no one is. Tip, there's no point in being mature unless you're cheese. I've always maintained. I agree. So, yeah. And I don't trust anyone that's really good at being an adult. Yeah. Like, like what is their angle like? Yeah. It's, you're not impressing anybody. What's got you frothing this What's week? What's got was? me frothing this week is being a fucking adult. Ooh. And at work this week of the the last... What day is it? It's Tuesday. Ooh. Fuck you. Tuesday, old. <laughs> no, I had, I had a big deal going on this week. And it got me genuinely frothing. Sunday night, I was frothing about it. Mm. And I've been piecing together. It's a complex deal. There's shit going on. There's big payday for me, for the business, for all the stuff. Podcast? Everybody wins in Can this I situation. Say, the let's podcast let's just get this, this on. Let's say okay. this deal goes through yep. and Woz, Woz makes himself a sweet little bit of muller. How much can we invest into the podcast? What I'm do think, we need? I'm thinking better guests. We need... This guy. We're not, we, we, we could get you... To be fair, I wasn't. I didn't have a choice in this. I'm staying at Woz's house. Yeah. We're recording this at Woz's house. You just, he was like... What you're doing Tuesday night on a match, right? You're filling a spot. <laughs> so I, was, I was like, "What are we talking about?" Now nah, there's no topic. Just but but think of something to say. I was like, "Fuck, does that work?" <laughs> That's how the podcast yeah. works. Yeah, or fucking get a hotel room, can't like. <laughs> Why? So yeah, this place is a shithole. <laughs> Secondary, what's got me frothing? Callum's steak sauce. Can oh you just God. drop the recipe for that? Uh, well, what happened was you get what do you get? You get some bacon. I know the bacon on this side of the world isn't as good as that's what Americans say bacon. as well but f- nah their bacon's pish and all you need some proper smoked bacon back bacon it's got a bit of fat in it boom so fry your bacon in the pan uh, get it nice and crispy take the bacon off the pan chuck in some finely chopped mushrooms the button or white mushrooms wherever you want uh, get them nice and fried chuck in some whipping cream or double cream or light cream wherever you something want something thick yeah, and then chop chop up your bacon nice and fine so it's in little bits. Chuck that in and then season it with as much pepper as you want or don't want. Just keep stirring it, thicken it up. If you want to, if you're cooking chicken, chuck in some white wine. If you're having, if you want to do um, steak sauce, you can have it on itself, just the mushroom sauce, or chuck in a little drama whiskey, your favourite one, in the thicken. Rob Roy sauce, beautiful. Yeah. Rob, Rob Roy in that one. We Rob Roy. But Man, I'll, fair, vouch, we I'll vouch for the sauce. We didn't put good. the whiskey in the sauce. We put the whiskey in ourselves after the sauce. We did. We kept yeah. the whiskey separate. But yep. I had a delicious like, sauce. spoonful of sauce after my steak. Yeah, you can have it like yogurt. Like you can keep it to the next great. day and then just eat it but, as a yogurt. Yeah. 
I said goodness. at the time that's a, it's when you're doing your, yeah the key, the keto ride across Australia, if yeah. you had like what what are those um Camelback yeah. Like yeah you might want to run it through a blender to keep it a bit finer mm. get the mushroom well, chunks out. Well, if it was out. in the sun, like if you had the sun yeah. on your back, then it would keep sun it nice on your back, keep it warm, and you're just sucking yeah. in the uh, mushroom bacon yeah. Rob Roy sauce. <laughs> you'd fucking cross the Malabar in. Twenty minutes. Yeah, you'd be doing Durian Rider kind of. Yeah, Durian Rider. Hashtag ripped. We're going to fucking We still have. We said we're getting him on the podcast. We still will. We're just working out our technology. Are you listening to us now? You've listened for this long. You need to fucking sort your life out, okay? Sort your life out. I've I've sourced a song. You tasked me with my is my turn, right? Oh, you did your job. Well done. I didn't actually do the full job. Is that I. I got a song. I didn't ask to get permission to play the song. Yeah, well, same last last week. I asked for permission, but I didn't get permission, and we played the song. But I figured, right. like, like it's easier to ask for forgiveness than permission. Yeah, hundred percent. No, except so, for with sex. <laughs> that in that in that it is. It's still easier to ask for forgiveness than permission, but there's less chance of getting permission than. Forgiveness or forgiveness than permission. Yeah, complicated that like, a lot. Yeah, I don't know. Let, let it go. This isn't sex though. Callum, song. Callum, let was go. Keep going. Yeah. What were you saying? It's I've got a song. To permission to ask for. Anyway, I've got a song, man. The song, the song is by the band the Pierce Brothers, yes. who are fucking legends. Tell us about the Pierce Brothers. The Pierce Brothers. So I grew up camping at Wilson's Prom with my family. Framery. Framery. <laughs> with, with my Framery. They're the Pierce brothers. Good they have another sibling? So the Pierce brothers, I met, because my family went camping at Wilson's Prom every Christmas and Easter. Their family went camping there as well. So we grew up with these guys. Legends. Played a few tunes down there. Anyway, I grew up with these guys. They're fucking champions. And when they first came over to WA, they would busk... And stay with me at my place, go into Frio, steal my car, earn a few dollars. It was awesome. And now, a few years later, they come back and they have hotels and they put on bar tabs. And I turn up and, you know, get looked after, drink their bar tab, kick it back. Full, Don't full even watch circle. the gig. Absolute full circle. And it's fucking awesome. And they're amazing. They do a lot of touring with Tash Sultana, um, who they think is great for taking them on tour. Can I... Just reminisce quickly on the Pierce Brothers because I don't remember what year it was, but you said one New Year's. You played with them, yeah. That they yeah. they used to they did a few in a row. They put on a their own little music festival at Wilson's Prom at New Year's. New I don't year's reckon Eve. they had any permits or anything. Nothing. They just basically set up a PA on the hill. They had a, all the campers they had a came car, down. A truck truck battery, like twenty four volt yep. battery set up. Plug it into some PAs, and they're like, right, we're gonna play tunes. This guy's playing music, and I was like, "Oh, my mate Andy can play yeah. guitar." Like, I came down and played um, some music. I like What's played a few sick? songs, and then the boys came, and we all played a couple of Paul Kelly songs together. Yeah, and then when we were living in Balaclava, door of any one of the brothers came to my sort of. I was playing acoustic covers, and he's come in. He's like, "Oh," and we were like, "Dude, play a song!" And he's like, "I." He grabbed the guitar, sat down. He's like, "I normally play with my brother." Like he didn't. <laughs> He didn't know what Couldn't to do. With he's like, I was like, I was like, it's all right, man. And he he ripped a song out, but he just he he not he'd only they're twins. Did you mention they're twins? Like they're identical right. twins. And he that was like the first time he'd really in front of people, and it's probably yeah. ten people. 
and it was it was funny. But they, yeah, I haven't seen them since then. But Legends. they're fucking killing it. Yeah. And what's the song? They they're playing uh, worldwide. Absolute legends. Um, Big in the, Europe. Massive in Europe. The thing they came over here. The one last thing I say about them, they they like um, every time. So obviously, from staying at my place, borrow my car to play gigs. They came over. They played with Ben Harper. Played Kings oh. Park concert. I, s- I saw that you in went Melbourne. To, I, did I get your tickets or did you pay for your own? I paid for them. God, you mad dog. You, you fucking did. bastard. Yeah, you did. <laughs> well, they called me over here. They're like, oh, we'll get your tickets. So I like, had two two mates lined up to get tickets. And then they like called me a couple of hours before. And they're like, oh, turns out like you've got Gold Plus tickets, which is like right up the front, seated in Kings Park. I was like, oh, sick. And it's like, but there's eight of them. So like, bring bring eight people if you're seven people if you can. I was like, fuck, it's like a few hours before. Managed to wrangle like seven people, which was oh, Ollie was... from our previous episode. Ollie and her mum came along. If you can't get seven people to go to, to a ben free Ben Harper. Harper concert, then your friends oh, are exactly. fucked. Yeah, exactly. That's when I just moved in with Jess. Oh, with Jesse, oh, yeah. And Jess and Lockie and yeah. there's a couple of others as well. Jess and Lockie came along, yeah. yeah. And it was, it was amazing. So they're like, it was a fucking ridiculous concert and... The chick, one of my mate noobs, who lives in New Zealand, gonna see, and his missus comes along, and at one point she heckles Ben Harper. She yelled something at him, like he took his, like he wasn't wearing a jumper, he was wearing a, a vest, a sweater, and he like takes his sweater off. She's like, "Yeah, Ben, take it off," and she's like, and he like heckled her back. It's like, "Oh, it's great to know I can still get some chat, thanks." And he was, she was just like melted and slipped off her seat. <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking mint. So I went to the Melbourne one. It was at Sydney Meyer, and we bought yep. the tickets in the front section. But it's it's a big section. Yeah. And then so caught only caught the tail end of the Pierce Brothers, but it was pretty cool. And then there's ten seats, bang in front of Ben Harper where he was singing, and it all filled in, and no one had bought them, so we just went and sat there. So we had dead front row in front of Ben, and um. The thing that I got excited about was that halfway through, someone was heckling him to take his beanie off. Because you remember back in the day, Ben had like this sickest afro. He's got the same haircut as me now. And he like <laughs> sheepishly pulled his beanie off. Still a fucking good looking man. But uh, it's like, I was like, yes, Ben. <laughs> one of us. One, one of, of us. One of us. us. <laughs> Yeah. But it's like when he pulls it off, it's still sticking to his head from the stubble. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Anyway, so what's the song you're going for? Pierce Brothers, fucking legends. They will come on one off the wood eventually. We'll get them there. I promise. It'd it's be nice to be... get them, all of us in a room together. But all of us in a room together. Yeah. It's a, they're here next week. Name It'll of the song? Absolute Froth Fest. Back End Roads. Yep. It's a bit about Wilson's Promontory. Yes. A little bit about going on holidays. A little bit about those times that you just really appreciate as a youngster it's good it's Australiana it's a great fucking track listen to it out hear Pierce it out Pierce Brothers oh, also we haven't um, got uh, permission to this but fuck that fuck we'll we don't have permission for later. Pierce Brothers back end roads hooroo thank you very much hooroo guys hooroo
Oh, let me in. Oh, let me in.